11 o'clock comics episode 105 your friends check this out Whoa, oh, man. Wow. Settle down and you go poop your pants. Oh, that's Jason Jobs. Oh, dear Hi, lady. guys. I miss you. Oh, already. I know. Over there. I'm over here. Yes. For truth. Yes. For truth. It's such to leave. Now the baddest DJ on the fast Oh, yeah. No. Okay. I'm oh, right, sir. If I see Actually, yeah, I was going to say, I got no yeah. problem. It's Point Town. Oh, my God. <laughs> Unheard of. Jesus. This is unbelievable. Yeah, the germs, they migrate around Chicago. I got the consumption from Harold's. <laughs> I got the... I got the yeah, you did. They look like fried testicles, honest to God. You were biting into one of them, I thought I was seeing like blue, a blue movie. Honest to God. Okay, I think I'll take your word for it. You know how many calories were in that basket of chicken you were eating? I'm thinking. I know, but low ball. Probably about 2,500 calories. At least. Yeah. God bless you. I work off I don't think so. Sex only burns 450 calories an hour, and you weren't having sex. So. I don't comic sex. Yeah. Comic sex. Oh, boy. Hey, make We're joy. We're a great start. Yeah, we are. Make joyous sounds, people. It's time for 11 o'clock comics, and I am the post Sidos Idos, and that's what we're going to call it. Anytime you say it this episode, you got to say Sidos Idos. Come on, it's fun. Sidos Idos. It's like a little song. The post Sidos Idos Vince B. Hello. Uh, uh, hello, and uh, I'm now in a, uh, a much emptier town, and I'm Christopher Neesman. Ah, oh, you sound mellow. Yes, I, I, you know, I'm, I'm trying to, I'm trying to keep my mellow edge because you know wow. I can get, I can get tips like cigarettes over really quickly. I, I yes. feel like I'm in the title uh, card of the latest Barbara Streisand movie. Oh my God, Jesus! Hey, I was, I was, I was telling you guys uh, today that uh, when you guys, uh, when you guys left Chicago, so did the cigarettes. So wow. I'm gonna try and stay uh, on, you know. On on target tonight, not get on edge. I can send you some. No, thanks, Vince. I will. <laughs> I am uh, I'm, I'm 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 David Price, and I left Chicago marked, branded, tagged. Yeah. Word. And speaking of branded and tagged, I am of course Cliff Chang. No, you're not. <laughs> you're Jimmy Chung. <laughs> you're Jimmy Chung. <laughs> <laughs> yes, indeed, I am. That oh, was a f- that was embarrassing. It was it was a false pass. Christmas yeah, false right, pass. Hey man, yeah. a lot of people in the bar. A little bit to drink. Little and yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah we won't say it. <laughs> we know we don't have hey. to say it. No, but you you're not either of those talented individuals. You are a talented individual named Jason Wood. What up, what up, what up? Uh, yep. And this episode of Eleven O'clock Comics has been brought to you by 
discount comic book service. DCBService.com. Check them out. Huge, amazing discounts because nobody in their right mind wants to pay retail for comic books, and you won't. You'll pay far from retail. Here's retail. This is you way, way, way over there. Okay, get it? 35, 45, up to 75% off selected items every, each and every month. It's crazy. Packed up nice and secure, delivered to your house by a uniformed custodian of the United Parcel Service. And they have a big to-do coming up on May 22nd of this very year. It's called the Summit City Comic Con. You can learn more at www.summitcitycomiccon.com. Ten bucks gets you in. Cheap ass. If you're an artist, you get a free table, six foot long. If you could sleep on it or sell your wares there. Uh, listen to this guest list. I switched it around this episode. Adam Bessignoli, Andy Jewett, Ben Teed, Chris Burnham, Gary Friedrich of Star Reach. Oh, my God. Wow. Hillary, the man, the god, Barda. Jeffrey Brown, Jim Nelson, Jim Rugg, John Colsar, Katie Cook, Matt Kent, Mike Norton. How'd he get in there? Robert Atkins, Ryan Stegman. And more about him later. Steve Bryant, Tim Seeley, and Tom Scioli. And Zach Crusey's going to be there, too, so. Go, go to see Zach. But I, thought, I, had, I had a nice little conversation with Zach this weekend talking about Summit City, and they they're they're doing it right. They uh, they're they're going to put together a very nice very nice convention down there. So I'm excited to go. Uh, I will be the eleven o'clock representative. Yes, unfortunately, you will be the only one. That's all, right. That's all right. Uh, but so yeah, you have two things to do. Check out www.dcbservice.com. Get your huge discounts on comics. Then. After you're done reading them, go to the Summit City Comic Con on May 22nd. SummitCityComicCon.com. Boom. Done. Hello, boys. What My brothers. I, I miss you. I know. It's, uh, it's, it's the hangover, man. Yeah. I'm going to jump to the end, the end of the uh, weekend. Uh, Jason and Mr. David and I were riding in the back of a cab. We were having a great old time. And it was so abrupt. The guy yeah, it pulled, was. No, it, no, really. Oh. The guy pulls up to the United uh, Terminal. Okay, I gotta leave. And Jason's like, "Yeah, man, we'll see you later." And honest to God, I'm I'm not I'm not a baby. I am a baby. I'm a big grown man, but I'm telling you, it was very hard to leave, and it was oh. very it was even very hard to speak because like you're talking to me, I'm just like, I didn't even know what to say, and it was just like, okay, you gotta go. But more on that later. But yeah, it was hard leaving you guys. It was tough. It was, man. Yeah. Chicago treated us right. It did. Good. Awesome. And I got called out on the iTunes reviews again for saying awesome. So that's the last time you're going to hear it. But it, <laughs> it, it truly fits. It was a very awesome show. It was a fantastic, amazing experience. And that's, was, it, was great. it was great having you guys here. So yeah. Best, best con ever. You know, we're, we've yeah. dug a hole for ourselves with this show yeah. because yeah, yeah, it's going to take quite a bit. To oh yeah, unless we unless we you know go into the wrong room and the Rockettes are in there stripping for free, uh, New York is going to pale in comparison. <laughs> well, I'm looking forward to New York. I was telling you guys this in the last day is that you know around comics is done oh, now, so we won't have a table there, and it's not my city, so I don't feel like I have to you know be like Mr. Host. It's a sickness that I have, so I'm looking forward to New York is really hanging out with my guys. So because I I, Who are they? I was I was not I was Hush. not good about hanging out with you guys as much as I should have over the the couple of days, and then I had to bug out early on Sunday uh, and uh, and go to a Marta's graduation. So. Right. Yeah. Which uh, congratulations to Marta? Yep. Yes. Hell, I haven't seen her since. She's been partying all week. 
She's not cool. here now. She's out. She's out with uh, recent uh, recent grad friends. So yeah, she's uh, she's excited to be done. So speaking so of partying, you. I wonder what, what, what she's do, drinking right now. Right, but what oh, do tra- thank you. what do <laughs> traditional Chinese uh, medicine people do for fun? Do they stick needles in each other? Like, what's the oh, deal? No, that's for work. Drink beer. Oh, sake. That's not. That's Japanese. Sorry. No, no they no they they drink beer. Xingdao. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, go. Do it. All right. Uh, Jason, the flow. I'm since sorry. You, since, you, uh, since you reminded me, what are you drinking this evening? Well, in honor of Chicago and that I am sad that it's missing, I did uh, go and pick up some, some beers uh, this week to stock the fridge, and I am in honor of our trip drinking a Sing Tao. Oh, oh, from our, our, our dinner on fr- Friday. That's right. That yep. stuff was really yep. good. Yeah, mm-hmm. straight it was nice, yeah. nice, and we'll and we'll uh, we'll tip our cap to uh, to Hillary for the great recommendation. That's right, Mr. Hillary. Oh. Uh, we'll we'll Mr. get Price. into that. Hey, Guacho or Guapo? Gua- Guacho. It's from. I'm still in Argentina. <laughs> uh, it's Cabernet Sauvignon. Okay. It's a Are grape. It's a grape. Surprise. And Mr. B. I am drinking. Back on the wagon. Water. <laughs> but it's it's laced with DMSO. No, it's not. It's just water. All right. Sorry. All right. Yeah. Uh, I'm going back to one I had a couple weeks ago. It is the Shafley Coffee Stout. That's my it's my first it's my first beer since uh, um, since the weekend. So I was going to make it count. So I got a nice nice wonderful coffee stout from cool. Shafley. So so yeah. there you go. Nice. Check out, check out Shafley beers; they are wonderful. Nice brewery down in St. Louis. Oh, I didn't. I, I didn't know if we were done with the drink roll call because I wanted to ask Chris a question. Oh, you have to. You don't have to ask. You're the boss. <laughs> no, I don't think so. The king down. Uh, no, I'm. I'm the person who doesn't look like what people expect to look like. The you say that around comics is done. Uh huh. Yet I recall sitting. Behind a microphone, a couple of times. Yes, <laughs> we have we have one little extra special episode which will come out in the whenever I get it edited. No, that's cool. I wasn't. I'm not pushing uh, for, for for a time. I just want to know if okay. people can expect something or to get teased by anything. Yeah, yeah. Well, one thing they'll one one thing to tease them with. They get to hear uh, uh, Doug Monkey and Pete Tomasi singing Pink Floyd for like three minutes. Wow. Wow. Yeah. That's Doug, awesome. Doug Monkey, that's the guy that's all jacked, isn't it? Dude, no. Sorry. Is this a confessional where we all make we all make our mistake? Are we all uh, we all air out our grievances and and, and apologize for the, for putting our foot <laughs> together? I, <laughs> I, I didn't right. make any, so I'm cool. Yeah, I didn't I'm make any this time. You bet. Vince is alluding to now. I got to clear the air in case he listens. Is we had the good fortune of going over to Challengers Comics on Thursday night after hours, and Doug Monkey and Christian Alame and some other folks were hanging out, and we got to hang out with them. And I'd never met Doug, but I knew that Doug was a big guy and lifted weights. So uh, as those of you who have seen pictures of me, I am not a big guy. I don't lift weights. So when I met, met him, I said, wow, you're really jacked. And his <laughs> response was something to the effect of, like, well, I'm not jacked. And I thought he was just being modest. 
But then I was talking to Sal, who is a pretty big guy in his own right, and I told him the story. And, and he's he worked said, in the fitness industry for like yeah. 17 years. And he said, you goofball. He said, Jack, there's a term that people say to big dudes when they're accusing them of using steroids. <laughs> no, I had no idea. I just meant the guy was a big guy. He doesn't look like he does steroids. just a big dude. Uh, so, Doug, good. so, Doug, if you took it that way, I sincerely apologize. I was just... Trying to say that you are truly a very big guy, not someone that you would expect to see drawing comic book. So right. good on you but for staying in shape. Nice didn't mean to imply. Nice I'm pr- yeah. I'm pretty sure that when he saw the look on your face when you said it, I mean, if you were being nasty, he would have known. Right. You, you're probably. I hope so, he, I'm, yeah, I'm sure he know. knew that you didn't even. You had no idea what that term meant. Well, let's hope so. Yeah, you're kind of you know, kind of simple. So hey, yeah, you know, I'm a simpleton. <laughs> oh my goodness. Uh, where are we going? We have so much to talk about. We do. It's, it's hard to even f- start. Why where, don't you yeah, guys? Where do we start? Yeah. Well, how about Thursday? Why don't you guys fill me in oh, on Thursday? God. Because I was not there. Uh, <laughs> Thursday, I was. I, I said it over the weekend. Th- Thursday, I was about maybe a half hour shy of being up for twenty four hours straight. Yo. Um, yeah. When you consider the time I had to leave to make it to the airport to leave out of New York and the, the time change, not that it's a big deal, it's an hour, but, um, it was, it was a long day. Got, uh, got to Chicago with absolutely no problems whatsoever. Connecting flight. Nobody lost my luggage. And, uh, Chris met me a few stops away from the, uh, the airport and I couldn't have had a better morning it's it's neat waking up and then a couple hours later you're in a completely different state and and uh and you got one of your best buds taking you around town it was yeah it's good i actually caught some heat on twitter for not picking you up at the airport oh, <laughs> they, this could i this this worked out like a dream because if you did meet me at the airport we'd, you'd have to park we'd have to meet up and then get out it's of the airport easier, it's actually easier to do it this way yeah, yeah Chicago I, Transit is is awesome. It's yeah. dream, man. Yeah, we've, we've got we've got good good public trans here. But yeah, we went and grabbed a little breakfast, and I said then, awesome uh, again. Oh my god! And then, right. and, then, and then headed down to uh, to McCormick where the where the convention is going to be. You know, my car was all it was all loaded up with stuff, and uh, we uh, we met up. I got lost driving around the convention center a couple times. Uh, then met up with Sal. And we uh, almost went to the kitchen and bath show. It went, yes, 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 we did oh, cool. almost go to the kitchen bath show, which was in the other building across, uh, across Lakeshore. But yeah, tell, tell them what, okay, now this is crazy because you walk into a convention on like the day it opens and it's, it's, it's like perfect. Everything's set up. It's, you know, everything's very nice. And especially this show. I mean, this was, this was probably one of the, one of the nicer looking shows that, that I've been to. But David, <laughs> tell them what that place was like uh, on Thursday. It was, it was a wreck. It wasn't, you know, it was like, it was like breaking down a, a warehouse. There were there were shelves and dollies, and the floor was the bare concrete. I mean, the, what you there saw were, in Artist Alley was around. everywhere. Yeah. yeah, it was. It was. There was nothing was set up. There were a couple. Maybe there were some tables up there. People had their their wares stacked, but nothing. It it looked nothing like it did twenty four hours later. I mean, props yeah. to them for 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 getting everything done, and and we got there. Friday morning, and uh, and the young woman that that brought us to the press office was talking how how um, how oh you know we were here to late thirty last night or seven thirty last night and I'm like and they 
still busted their ass because you know seeing something like that, I'd, I'd think you'd have been there until almost midnight or something. Oh yes, oh. Mm-hmm. and that Crazy place is is huge. It really is. I mean, I remarked it's way bigger than the Javits Center, and Chris said you could probably fit three Javits Centers in this place. Well, where I'm, we I'm, were, where, where we were was, I mean, to, to put it in perspective, the building where we were in was like a million square feet. That's four hundred thousand square feet more than the San Diego Convention Center. Wow. Now now that's that's the building we were in. So that's the downstairs and right. the halls and you know and all that stuff. So I've never been to San Diego and I hear that it is really, really big, but the the the, the part of McCormick that we were in was like a million square feet. So And it, and the nicest thing, it had windows. <laughs> yeah. It had windows you so have, you could see the city. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What the, the convention itself, I know you know, everybody will say different things about their experience, whether the con was busy and maybe the con wasn't as busy as, as everybody would have as, – as those that were selling their, their, their product, it wasn't as busy as they would have liked. But I, I do appreciate the, um, the wider aisles. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, or not. Sure. I mean, it mm-hmm. was it was great not standing. Si- well, Vince and I still had this uncanny ability to bump into each other almost <laughs> at every turn. But I mean, you <laughs> could actually. Yeah, I was just going to say that. Yeah, but I mean, you know, people could actually. Get, you, you didn't. You didn't have to stop short and then make a sharp right to get around somebody. There was plenty of room for everybody. Right. In all honesty, over the three days, attendance was good, but it wasn't. To you the know, point pe- where yeah, pe- you couldn't move. Pe- right. People have been talking about this, and I think it was lightly attended. I think they got real close to their projections for the first year of the show. You know, and I was talking to I was talking to Sal and, and a few other people, Suntress, about you know kind of how how the attendance kind of shook out, and you know a couple of things that we've kind of you know been able to to, to kind of figure out is that a it was the first year for the show so a lot of people are gonna gonna wait and, and hear how the first year goes um second there's still competition in the marketplace i know a lot of people poo poo wizard and probably rightfully so but it's still it's still here in chicago it's still going to be in august i don't know if i have much intention and going but uh, but there still is a fair amount of competition here and I, 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 I still think that people are a little uh, a little freaked out to come into the city um, for, you know regionally it's it's coming going to Rosemont is, is a little different than going to, to downtown Chicago yeah. and uh, yeah and I, I think they still have some brand building to do but from the oh and and the last thing last but certainly not least I don't know if you guys noticed this but there wasn't a ton of Hollywood stuff nope. no yeah, for no. Sure. I was looking for Lou Ferrigno I couldn't find him exactly for, you know, but, yeah. but you had behind the tattoo pavilion mm-hmm. was Ray Park and Peter Mayhew and a couple other people. Right next to the tattoo yeah. pavilion was Jerry Lawler. Carrie Fisher oh, was there, I think, on you're, Sunday. You're playing your card. No, no, no. no uh-huh. Not yet. Not yet. I'm just, when we, when we talk just, about the tattoos, it was an nice. amazing experience for David because David was being inked and talking to Jerry the King Lawler at right. the same time. <laughs> right. Oh, awesome. yeah. Derek Coward's excited. Uh, that that was is, but, was that you know, a, but, a dream come true? Uh, th- th- it's up there. It cool. made the experience that much more fun. Yeah. Now, now they had the they had the Kickass premiere and some of the cast members from Kickass, but you know they didn't have like Robert Downey Jr. and mm-hmm. you know Scarlett Johansson. They had shit he wore during the movie. Yeah, was, so, that was really but, cool. 
Yeah, it's what? you know, and they didn't have a Twilight presence. So say what you will about the little right. Twilighters, it's it makes it makes a significant impact on attendance. So I don't know how much it helps like retailers and that kind of stuff. But from my perspective, you know, I of course I want I I, I wanted there to be sixty thousand people there this weekend, and for the you know for it to be an unbridled success and say yeah this show's going to be here from now to the end of time because it was so you know out of control successful. I think they have to build the show, and I think it will build. But that said, from the perspective of a comic book fan, I thought it was pretty much a perfect show. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, and, and, and I'll keep. I mean, if if it if it attracts more people to the show, if I mean, I'll keep. I'll be there next year. I'll keep talking about it. I have no problems, you know, promoting the hell out of a show like this. I mean, it was it was put. I. I you're right, Chris. I, I feel like it was put on for us, and it was. It was and, a comic book show. It was a comic think, book show. Sunday was great because you had all these little kids around because I think the kids got in for free on Sunday. Right, right. Yep. And all these little kids running around in the little Supergirl or Wolverine or Superman outfits. It, it was fun. Yep. Word of mouth on this show is going to snowball. <laughs> no, really, because as, as, like you said, from the, from the comic collector reader uh, standpoint, it was pretty much a flawless show. Artist Alley was huge. Oh, it's and, great. And Fantastic. diverse. Yeah. Huge. And the thing was, it was diverse. You had oh, yeah. a, ni- a nice collection of indie artists. You had your mainstream dudes. You had your older, uh, more seasoned creators. It was right across the board. And the vendors, uh, I mean, I saw one or two booths selling swords and all that stuff. But for the most part, it was mostly comic book related collectibles and books. And uh, some and game thing, and well, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's how. How do you all do on Sunday? Uh, I meant to ask you because I know that. I mean, <laughs> for everyone out there, these three guys, nobody sniffs out deals and all <laughs> yeah. I mean, you guys, well, you guys like had notes and like a, you know, like signs. <laughs> like third base coach on one side of the one side of the the. Places like saying, oh, actually, you know, we, it had me and Vince scouting, uh, scouting things That's out right. Sunday while he was getting inked. He's like, "So what you guys see?" And what's and he's <laughs> yeah. like, well, yeah. you, know, you got some Star Wars figures over here, and this guy's yes. half off. And uh, I, you I know, came I w- away on Sunday with um, with uh, four Star Wars figures for five bucks a piece for my boys, including Cad Bane, which they actually went batshit over. Oh, uh, awesome! Some uh, yeah. some awesome T-shirts, uh, some geeky little kid T-shirts, a little Avengers T-shirt for my 15-month-old, and yeah. uh, Star Wars Lego shirts for the other dudes. Um, Vince and David had scouted out the by an awesome 50% off trade booth, and what was cool about it is and hard covers. Yeah, like like it's pretty common, I think, at, at cons to have fifty percent off trades these days. But as we often talk about in the forums and stuff, most of the places that sell fifty percent off trades are usually using diamond overstock. So it's yeah. you know it's seventy percent Marvel stuff. It's you know a little bit of Dark Horse, very little DC, almost no Vertigo, very little indie. This place was just literally a guy uh, that had you know it was basically his stuff that was uh, w- w- was his stock and it was it was ran the gamut from from really old stuff to brand new and it was all kinds of things art books big coffee table books and it was all 50% off and that just oh, wow. cleaned up i know in fact i broke david's heart because he had already maxed out on his budget and so i swooped in within seconds and found the book <laughs> that he was going to buy which was uh frank cho's apes and babes and got oh. that for, for 50% off but um that was the best that was a great booth but uh yeah kudos to you boys and for that and um and Vince gave, Vince gave me what was the uh, the bomb right the book the, the bomb, bomb which I yeah haven't read yet but I'm eagerly anticipating because it's sexy as hell 
Yeah. By the creator of Fearless Dawn. Fearless Dong? It's Fearless. (laughs) (laughs) I reversed reversed gears this convention, like I said I would. Yes, you did. I I did did. not. I was proud of you. I was just looking at the top of your head. Well, it was at night, but I mean, during the con. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, you were, uh, you were making oh. eye contact and everything. Oh, yeah. I from the minute I got there, I was up. Right, I was, I was happy. You were. Yeah. I was, I was joyful. I did. And I did. Yeah. Proof. I know. I did not go in there thinking, okay, I need twelve issues of Amazing. I need this. I need that. I said, screw it. I'm going in there to have fun and talk to my friends and talk to some artists, and that's what I did almost all weekend long. I, I spent more time in Artist Alley than any other convention I've ever gone to, and it was. I know a lot. I know a lot of people that are very happy to uh, to meet the elusive Vince. Peter. Yes. Oh, oh my Jesus, God. No. Yes. No. Um, I think the only uh, time creators. I saw you have your. Oh yes. Uh, the only time I think I saw you with your little notebook was when you completed a certain run running oh, yeah. from issues two hundred to what four seventy four. 190 to 474. I finished that Hulk run. I needed four more. The I, I could. I, I had a, such a hard time finding 474 for the longest time. I mean, it's not that uncommon an issue. It's just like nobody seemed to have it. And there it was for a buck. So I got the go. four issues I needed. Now I can buy in the rest of my... And it was weird because... The issues I needed all fell within 25 issue gaps. So I couldn't bind, say, three, mm. you know, because there was mm. one issue missing here, and then the next 25, there was one issue missing there. So now I can bind the rest of the, the Hulk run. Yay. But I have a detailed list of everything I bought, and I don't think yeah. I should read, read it all at once. We should, we should do a little roundtable thing, like I'll do four and you guys do four. But anyway. So I, I, I went in there thinking I'm going to commune. I'm not going to spend. And, uh, through through communing, I spent, and it was mostly the people who I should have been dropping money on from the beginning, and it's the artists in Artist Alley. I, yes, I found a, a lot of neat books, a lot of really cool stuff I, I had no idea existed, and it was all because I st- struck up some conversations with people, looked at their work, I found it intriguing, and I took it home. Yeah. Uh, one uh, girl, uh, Jason and I, uh, stumbled upon she had a, a, a comic book called magical quest and uh, it had a silkscreen cover and if you know me you know i am a sucker for silkscreen <laughs> covers yep. uh and i commissioned a, a piece of art from her her name is caitlin drake mckay and she had a portfolio of uh forthcoming work and jason and i are looking through it and he goes you know who this looks like and mm-hmm. we, instantly we we immediately likened her work to Dashaw. It looked yeah. a oh, lot yeah, like sure. Dash Shaw stuff, and it was weird because we both bang right at the same time. And you know, she was a sweetheart and did me a, a, a full page drawing for like ten bucks. And it's mm-hmm. it, it's a character from the Magical Quest comic, and it, it, really really nice stuff. But uh, I, I did not usually on the return trip. I am looking for any nook and cranny in my in my. Uh, suitcase to jam more comics and i did not have that problem this time in fact i was light going home wow but but i still have a lot of stuff it's just that they're minis and self-published stuff and it's not like Mm -hmm. 43 issues of uh uh, spider ham you know and and it worked out really well i'm gonna do this from now on good for you cool good so so what, what did everybody get jason what are some of the stuff you got 
Uh, let's see. Uh, let's. Well, you want to go around table. So let's. Let me start with uh, my favorite stuff, which is the uh, Artist Alley stuff, the original artwork and, and stuff. Um, oh yeah. But by happenstance, thanks to uh, our good buddy Chris here, uh, when we first got to the show on Friday, uh, a gentleman came up to say hello to him, and that gentleman turned out to be Mike Perkins, oh, uh, yeah. who we all know, and uh, who's doing an incredible job uh, on the stand right now. Uh, and so I, Chris was kind of introduced me, and I jumped in the conversation, and. Uh, this was before the show had opened, and I said, hey, Mike, I don't suppose you're doing any commissions while you're here. And he said, I don't do too many, but I'd be happy to do one for you. So I said, well, there you go. So he did an incredible Black Panther uh, for me. It's just it was amazing. Awesome. It's, oh, it's just amazing. It's, 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 when he brought it back uh, later that day, I was just head over heels in love with that. So, yeah. and, and a nicer guy have you ever met? No, so nice. And actually we uh, Friday night actually we uh we 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 had a few drinks and uh, chatted up and we were talking about his uh his old days at uh, CrossGen and and the long and windy road that that led him to Marvel and uh he's a fascinating guy. He's a really cool dude. Um and then I also got a um I'm a, a huge fan of Domino as you boys know. Uh and uh I found a <laughs> A new artist, uh, her name is Carla Wizgala, and she was an artist alley. Uh, I don't think she's done too much, if any, sequential work, at least that I was familiar with, but uh, let's just say she has a way with drawing the female form. Yes. And so she did a fantastic domino for me. Um, it is beautiful. Uh, and then Mr. Mike Norton was the big hero of the weekend because he uh, made my boys uh, weekend by drawing um, both Jackson and Colin pictures of Star Wars Legos battling. Uh, he drew a Kit Fisto fighting um, Darth Sidious and a Luke fighting Darth Vader, uh, which uh, which are getting uh, friends and matted as I speak going up in the boys' room. So, well, that's uh, awesome. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, two other pieces. I bought a awesome page of art from Riley Brown from uh, issue number 134 of Incredible Hercules. That's uh, the uh, Incredible Thorcules. It's the scene where Herc is sitting on the throne dressed as Thor with uh, that was, with Queen Alphys sitting on his lap. Yeah, That was the steal of the show, dude. That was. The way you paid for that was not right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then well, last but certainly not least are uh, quasi roommate because we were, had two two rooms, but he was he was a roommate in spirit. Um, Mr. Tom Fowler was kind enough to give uh, me uh, a follow on piece to the commission uh, he had done for me featuring uh, Deadpool trying to blow up Wolverine in a Roadrunner style. This was a follow piece which shows Wolverine sitting on the headless body of Deadpool, uh, roasting a wiener over the fire with his claw impaling the wiener, and uh, inside the fire used as kindling was Deadpool's head. So uh, it's, it's it's just it's an amazing piece, and uh, I thank Tom Jason, Ford so much. Before yeah. before we go on, let's talk about that that uh, Wolverine piece. Yeah, Friday when we were going yes. to the convention. Oh my God, the camera. <laughs> <laughs> we, oh, yeah, unheard of. We, yeah, yeah. We, we hailed the cab. We get in, and uh, the, the cabbie displayed a very strange interest in Jason's drawing. And he, he's, he's like, and I'm, I'm not stereotyping. This is the way the man talked, okay? He goes, what do you have in your hand? And, and Jason, Jason gives it to him, and the guy... <laughs> was very much interested in I art. I saw the road from that no, point. The, the, the guy was was holding the drawing in oh, his Jesus. left hand yeah. and driving with his right. And he's going, no, this is a very, very beautiful drawing, but look, look, the belly. The, the belly on the, on the, the character is looked like a woman belly. And he takes his hand 
off the wheel, <laughs> and he's and he's he's uh, pointing he to the belly. He's going, look, this belly here is a bit extended, like a woman's belly. And Jason looks at me in the dinner plate eyes. He's like, he's like we're going to die. And and the, the, I don't know if the guy was driving with his knees or what, because he did it, it must have been like two minutes before he put his hand back on the wheel. You know, it is a very beautiful drawing, but I have to say, it, it looked like a woman with the hair and the thing. And, and he goes, but it's very beautiful. I wish I could draw like that. And, and, we're going to die. And yeah, it was like art art critic Cabby. And uh, J- Jason said, why do you draw? He goes, oh, no, I wish. <laughs> so, it was beautiful. And then, and then he handed it back to me. He's like, congratulations. Yeah, good luck. Yeah, like, like you won something, like luck. a blue medal. Yeah. But well, the, the cab. The, another Cabby impersonation <laughs> later on. No, I, we get it out of the way now. Uh, uh, okay. It's Saturday night, we're coming back from the hotel. Uh, and route to the ho- uh, to dinner afterwards, and our cab driver didn't say two words the whole way, but he was <laughs> like Matt Murdock. We were going to Boys Town. Yeah, yeah. 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 Okay, ha ha. You're very uh, funny. And uh, so he didn't say two <laughs> words, but he was like Matt Murdock behind the wheel. This guy was a daredevil. He was zooming in and out yeah, and around, and and it, I mean hairs away from other cars. He was a great driver. And he pulls in to the the street that runs perpendicular to our hotel. And as he pulls into the corner and stops, this other cab pulls up next to him. And a girl in the there was three girls in the back. She rolls down the window, and she screams, "Hey!" Drunk off her ass. We got Britney Spears in this cab. A moment later, the guy did not miss a beat. One second later, he goes, "Yes, please to suck on my cock." <laughs> 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 and I, I got out to pay him, and you guys heard it, and I was pissed that I missed it. I, was like, I oh. screamed, I laughed so loud, and please and David's like, cock. "Yeah, please do suck on my cock." And and David's looking at me like, "What? I wonder what I missed." I said, "He just asked the other girl to suck his cock." Yeah, the Chicago cab drivers were one of the highlights of a very cool oh, weekend. It was sure. beautiful. Oh, it was Thursday a beautiful night, moment. We had one who uh, driving the Challengers. He's a biochemist. Oh yeah, that's yeah, right. Interesting cabbies, man. That's right. I was sitting up front making small talk with a guy, and he tells me he's a biochemist. And my wife actually is in a similar field as she was before she became a stay-at-home mom. And uh, we were chatting up, and I was like, "What are you doing? Be being a bio? Why aren't you being a biochemist?" Listen to that, here? Listen to that kids. It's, uh, yeah, don't, don't stay in don't school. Be, don't, yeah, don't <laughs> become a biochemist. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. he was driving cabs, man. And and I'm not I'm not doing the stereotype before anybody says anything right, about no, us being racist. It, really, it no, just no, so you, happens. Yeah, it really is what he sounded like. That yeah. both of these cab drivers were Indian. They're not the only people that drive cabs. Okay, that's that's all I'm saying. So I'm covering my ass. I don't want to get offended called. Me. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Hey, eleven o'clockers. I love your your podcast. There's almost everything. I, there's I love everything about it except for one thing. You guys usually talk about the wonderful indie comics. Never talk about Radical, Avatar, stuff uh, Michael Turner did right after his death, like um, the one with the water and New Magic or something, whatever it is. I mean, there's nothing wrong with talking about Dark Horse, Vertigo, and some of those smaller ones that like that are subsidiaries of DC and Marvel. But aphrodisiac, come on, you guys need to talk about, if you guys are going to go out there, don't go to the ones that no one's going to ever read, other than, ooh, 
thing on the wall. Looks nice. Looks funny looking. Heck, if you're going to do that, read the book, comic, Middleman, for Christ's sakes. I mean, I love everything you guys do, but as soon as you guys talk about, like, aphrodisiac for 30 minutes, like, what in the crap? I mean, I love everything. Heck, I even love your rants on, like, how horrible some of the stuff Marvel's doing. That's Even though I'm a Marvel fan and DC fan, I like hearing that. Come on, when you talk about third-party comics, branch out more often. It just seems like you go into, like, one small, super small niche. Heck, you guys never even talk about uh, Strangers in Paradise. I never even hear you guys talk about The Walking Dead anymore or anything like that. So it's just curious, can you guys answer this online? Not online, but on the podcast? I would really love to know because it's just bum-fuzzling me. Thank you, guys. Bye-bye. <laughs> As speaking of Mr. Tom Fowler, y'all, Jason was not the only one who got a drawing. No, I wasn't. Uh, Friday morning, I get to the hotel, and they're all grinning. They're giggling. <laughs> Tom has a drawing for you. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, what is it? He goes, no, we can't, we can't tell you. It's got to be commanding. Tell me it's commanding. Yeah, I said it, that's what I said. Uh, it's got to be commanding because he knows of my love for Kirby's greatest creation. And uh, they're like, no, 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 you got to see it. So Tom, huge guy. Tom is a... Uh, a big, a, a very statuesque man, and very reminiscent of Mike Norton. Very much. So. Yeah, Tom drew me an absolutely stunning. Uh, I can unveil the thesaurus and roll out a bunch of adjectives, and it will never do justice to this drawing. I'm going to scan it, put it on the form. Yeah. It's my girl Sue Storm, dripping wet. With a towel wrapped around her head, she just got out of the shower, and s- picture yourself walking into the room, and she turns, and it's gorgeous cheesecake. Her hand is covering just the right amount of her breast, and her butt is invisible. It's like there's steam. or <laughs> it is, It's fantastic. And just the position of her hand, Tom has some serious mojo. And that's the guys on the forum, forum.bullpenbulletinspodcast or www.11oclockcomics.com. They, uh, I forget who it was. Maybe it was Ryan, I think. Somebody said, you know, all, you guys got great sketches, but those Tom, um, Fowler sketches or drawings, they are a cut above. And they really are. I mean, if you look at them, they are astounding what this guy does. It just flows out of him. It's, it's disgusting. I hate his guts. Yeah. But I gotta love him for, for having this kind of talent. Oh, He's good amazing. lord. He's amazing. And it was great to finally meet him and spend time with him. Oh, yeah. Um, I, I mean, enjoyed he was, he was a blast. Uh, Friday morning's breakfast discussion on anchors. We'll get that in another day. Oh. <laughs> uh, Tracer. Yeah, no, he, um, <laughs> should, should I stay in Artist Alley or should I hit some of the... Uh, I think you should tell them about your Tom Fowler. Well, I'm going to. Uh, okay. It is Black Panther and Friends in a oh, uh, yeah. in a field, and it is absolutely stunning. It's uh, yeah. it's it's Black Panther wearing, wearing the cape outfit, hunched over with, with two rather large-headed panthers on, uh, on either side of him, and it is just... I mean, the... It's like you could oh look he's crouching behind grass he's he's cheating but then he goes and he he adds these panthers and the detail on the animals is it's just stunning it it really and and is it's 
it's black and 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 gray <laughs> and, and, it's, and, and it's, it's panther just, and it's panther and no smart ass <laughs> but i'm just like it's it's the coolest looking sketch i mean it's i i scanned in um my sketches they're on the uh they're in the this the sitos Itos thread Citos, and, Citos. Nice. The, and and that was that that had to be i mean for him to just turn around because he when we picked him up on thursday from challengers and uh at that point it was the four of us driving around it was it, it was chris and tom and uh and sal and i in, in the back seat and um and he has quick hands sal does so he oh, we're, tell me about we're, it. we're driving around we're going where we went to lunch at hot dogs and uh and yeah sorry drooling about it and um we went back then, then we get to the hotel and a little while later Jason shows up, but but we're all just relaxing in the hotel room, and 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 Tom's telling us stories, and and then he turns around and, and he had he, he brought with him a couple issues of Mysterious the Unfathomable art pages that that he'd be selling that weekend, um, as well as some pages from Mad, and he's like, oh I got some for you guys, and he proceeds to just hand out the the art, and and he gave he gave Chris and Sal his, and 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 what did he give you guys? Uh, I got a Captain Saragar from Alien Legion, oh, which I was yeah. nice. Yeah, I didn't see that. Oh, I didn't show it to you. I need to no. get it, get it on the get it on the forum. And for Sal, God, what did he get? Sal, yeah, uh, Uncle Shazam, which was with Talkie Toddy, and it was mm-hmm. it was awesome. Wow, yeah. I think I still think mine is the best out of all of them. Of Nobody. course, you do. Yeah, I think, well, I think that was the point. Is that he did something for each of us that we all thought would would be the best. Yeah, right. Absolutely. He, I mean, he, he delivered. He knows all of us. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's, that's true. Right. It was awesome. Yeah, he, uh, he he was he he seemed to be. I mean, every time we spoke to somebody, and they all made sure that they were going to have to stop by Tom's table or see Tom. And and I saw some sketches from 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 people that Tom did this weekend, and, and he had. Um, he had done pieces that he brought with him to the show that people were going to pick up at the show. And, I mean, there were some fantastic pieces. There was a Green Lantern Hell Jordan. There was a, there was a, a color firestorm, which was just gorgeous. And, and there's the work he does. There was a beautiful-looking flash that was in color. And, I mean, the man oh, is yeah. just – the man I, – I need to see his work on a monthly basis. I need to see it regularly. I don't care what it's on. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. And, and that's the thing about Tom – uh, I know we're giving him a reach around because he deserves it. Tom could do a fantastic job on, say, DMZ or Air, as as good a job as he could on The Flash or Green Lantern. He could. He's a multifunctional artist. He does everything, yeah. and damn it, the bastard does everything well. Well, Chaken uh, Chaken said it best. If you look at the back of the, the Mysterious Trade. And uh, and I think this makes Tom just go giddy. It's uh, uh Tom Fowler's work looks like Jack Davis inked by Wally Wood. <laughs> that doesn't uh, give you stiffy that, anything. Oh, nothing will. Oh, you're getting ready. You're getting ready to crack up a little bit there, Vince. Um, the only thing that I bought this week, well, I bought I bought a, a picture frame for Marta that I thought that she that would like. That is so cool. Yeah, did she like it? Oh, she loved it. She, awesome. I was like, "Honey, I, I, I think I, I found something that I think you'll like," and she's like. Pfft. 
yeah, whatever. I'm like, no, I think that you like this. And she opened up. She's like, oh, honey, I do like this. You did good. I'm like, all right. <laughs> you did good. Uh, but the, the only thing I bought for myself this weekend besides way too much beer and Harold's Chicken Shack fried gizzards <laughs> was uh, a Tom Fowler page from Mysteriously Unfathomable. Oh, yeah. Unfathomable. It's one of my uh, one of my favorite pages from the series. And uh, it's uh, where they go to the... Kind of the the crazy uh, fantasy dream world, and it's the uh, uh, the gorilla um, is uh, singing this uh, this song and and kind of showing them around the the psychedelic world, and it's 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 an absolutely stunning page, and, and I'm I'm honored to have it on the wall now. Yeah, I got a friend of mine. The uh, I, I couldn't come home without a page. I, the last last convention I went to was Wizard World Chicago 2007, and, and Andy Parks wow. had. Um, it's been a while. Um, Andy Parks had a page from Green Arrow number 27, and it's uh, it's one of, of course, pencil by Phil Hester, inked by Andy, and and the letters are the letterer's work is on the page. So you have the pasted that. word balloons and everything, and um, he had it three years ago. And still had it, so I figured. Well, I'm not going to let this uh, mm-hmm. let it slip by again. And uh, I ended up picking that. So that's page 21 from issue 27, signed by uh, by Phil and Andy to me. And uh, and and Andy also um, wrote a little kiss on the uh, <laughs> on the bottom of the page for me. Uh, aside from the Tom Fowler sketch, or not even a sketch, the Beyond sketch. Um, yeah. The uh, I had a headshot head of headshot of Ivy by supremely talented current artist on the SIF one shot Ryan Stegman current penciler. Hey. Oh, oh man, hey, Mike, yeah. am I shitty? Not now. No. You can talk can, about SIF. Just for a second. Just for a second. <laughs> it came out today. Yeah. Get yeah. thee to a comic shop and yeah. buy this issue. It's a one shot, so you don't have to invest. A whole lot of money. That, that's the first thing I'm I'm grabbing and reading when my DCBS box comes. It's it's extra sized. Um, Ryan Stegman on pencils, Tom Palmer and Victor Olazaba on inks. Kelly oh boy, David. Kelly Sue DeConnick was the writer. Wando was the colorist. Oh, I do not know what Stegman is eating lately, but uh, it's doing him some great. Uh, I don't know what I want to say. It's just incredible. I look at his work. He has come so damn far. I mean, he wasn't. Mm-hmm. It wasn't a slouch. He's always, he's always been good, right? Yeah. But there's something yeah. really special about him. Yeah. Isn't work it now. exciting to, uh, to to know artists and 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 really watch their work go from yes. good to great over the time you know them? Right. It's really, it's, it's, it's just like they've awesome. Waxed. Yeah. No, you're absolutely right. Waxer, pencil pages. Stegman did at his table and. The, the amount of work he puts into those pages. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's, my God. It's, oh, my God. My yeah, Godzilla. <laughs> what did you say? I said, my Godzilla. I don't want to say my God because, yeah. <laughs> um, and it was having seen the pages, as good of an anchor as Tom Palmer is, the penciled pages are much better than the final product. They're, they're astounding. They are. They're saying something. Yeah. Saying yeah. Something. And I love how he, he makes. He, he, Ryan draws the the speed lines and and on the page, so it's not it's not a Photoshop effect. It's not the colorist no. being, being you know. It's talent. 
It it really is. Yeah. It, it it's it's a oh my god. It's right. and a nice guy too. I mean, we stood we stood there yeah. and talk, talked to him for it's a half us. an hour. Right. See? And yeah. It was, uh, and, he I wasn't mean, crying like his no, little avatar like his, on the Twitter. No. And he's not. I, I thought he was like going to be this big husky dude. He's like he's, he's skinny like wood. It's it's crazy. This <laughs> is true. Yeah, and he had a um the uh pencils and inks from the online stuff he's doing for Marvel. He had pages from Sif and the She-Hulk's uh, books. And he, he let us in on a little secret, which we can't tell, but he we will be seeing more work from him. Thank God. Yes. Great. I, I, I'm so happy for him because he's just fantastic. Astounding work. Cinematic. Uh, question. And he draws oh. the ladies. Mm, mm, mm. Oh, the single ladies. That's uh, right. And speaking of ladies, he actually uh, he brought his his lovely wife to the show, yes. and she was yeah. both, uh, quite attractive and quite nice. So it was nice to meet her. Uh, also from Artist Alley, I picked up Ruled, the Mike Norton <laughs> sketchbook. As did I. Uh, and, and Mike was nice enough to sign the inside of it, and he wrote, "Inkers are people too." <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, I also picked up Frank obviously Schultz. delusional. Hey. Sorry. Well, you know what you wrote in mind, David? What did he write? You wrote, you're not Kim Jong-il, you're Jason Wood. <laughs> <laughs> I love Mike. You know, I yeah. mean, we didn't get to see him as much, but he was so happy to see us. You know, he actually, he put the sketch down he was working on, got up, gave us the bro hug and everything. Oh, it's yeah. great to see you guys. Well, no, and it, it, yep. You know, kind of, kind of how I put on the host hat uh, for shows here in Chicago, Mike is like the host for creators in chicago it's that guy goes so out of his way to to make the make all of his friends that come in from out of town feel welcome here so i mean he's he's got that southern hospitality gene as well so yeah yeah it's yeah yeah he's 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 on at these things i uh i picked up frank cho's sketches and scribbles book five version 2.0 sketchbook that he signed uh of course tom feller also gave us his commissioned art sketchbook which has some wonderful pieces in it and and one of which is is owned hanging up in uh, in Jason's Fortress of Solitude. Oh, uh, that's so I, much better than Man Cave. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> uh, the uh, the the uh, anyway, um <laughs> moving on. I'm doing I'm doing the fist. This is so sad. I'm doing the fist cuz we were fisting all weekend. Well, wait a minute. We were doing the <laughs> we, we were doing we were bumping fists all weekend yeah. and I'm doing it and Jason's not here to to, to do it back. Right. It's it you'll get over it. You'll get over it. Don't worry about it. Um I picked up uh, a sketchbook by some guy named Tex. <laughs> uh, that uh, is. It was uh and oh the last <laughs> thing I left artist Alley with was given to me. Because uh, I kind of took it off his table. Um, <laughs> that little book that Vince was talking about a few weeks ago, New Wave, the Underground Mini Comics of the 1980s. Oh, delicious! It is. It is a gorgeous, gorgeous book. I was reading a little bit of it on the uh, in the airport, waiting for the plane. The uh, yeah, do wait. I, 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 <laughs> David's flipping through the book, and if if you've <laughs> had a chance to see that book, it's it's underground mini comics. So yeah, there is nothing that on. is taboo. And David's flipping it, and there's a picture with a big old dick on it, and he's yeah. like doing it. Maybe I'll make this on the plane. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, next to me won't mind too much. Um, actually, I took this right off of Mr. Hillary Barter's table. He's like, he, no, I don't want to take it home. Go ahead, take he, it. He oh, gave nice. it to him. Is that amazing? Did he sign it for you? 
No, I thought about it afterwards. Oh. I was in the of talking to somebody when we came by as we were saying our goodbyes, and I really don't want to be like, hey, you're giving me this. Could you sign it for me? I right, say, right. Thanks, for, so thanks let, for dinner Friday night. Everything's awesome. Blah, before blah, blah, blah. you go on, let's talk about Hillary a bit. Yes. Friday night, was it? Uh, we made our way down to Chinatown and put ourselves in the capable hands of Mr. Hillary Barda. Now, I'm a Leo. I don't do the whole sign thing, but as far as the, the, the star signs go, I am the typical Leo. I do not like to be told what to do, where to go, what to eat, blah, blah, blah. So when he, when Hillary took charge and went into the restaurant and we sat down and Hillary said, I'll just order. Okay, I'll order for us. I know what I know what's good here. This is a great restaurant. I'll set it all up. I'm like, you know, I have to admit, I was a little not put off, but I was kind of afraid, unreceptive to the idea of 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 having someone in the driver's seat as far as dinner goes. And and I'm I don't really care. I'll eat anything, but it was just the fact that I was being told what to eat. Not right. a not a huge deal. Okay? So I mm-hmm. said, I this is the weekend. I'm just going to roll with it. I'm just going to lay back and sit back and and let Hillary plan the shots. And I'm so glad I did. Oh, right. This um just this dinner consisted of rabbit, um duck, duck scallops, uh, pot stickers, stickers, beef. There was like spicy, Fish, spicy mushrooms and chicken with this with chicken. This huge um, red hot peppers and sliced green peppers. It was amazing. And this one dish in particular, Hillary ordered. It had like I don't know how many. Let's just say ten different kinds of mushrooms in it. It yeah. was astounding. Oh my! And I, I said, Hillary. You know, I gotta thank you for doing this because you're amazing. I would not have ordered any of this. I was just gonna go with sure. the with the red hot chicken or something very spicy because I love spicy food. Mm-hmm. And Hillary just laid it all out, and it was it was great. Oh, it was so good. The beer was good. The tea was good. The yes, thank food. you to Wood and, and Sal for the beer. Yeah, and, and the sake. And and the best thing, well, not the best thing, but one of the great things about the meal is eating great food and listening to a knowledgeable a great speaker like hillary talk about comic books oh yeah. oh true. for sure and, and there was one point in the meal where they brought up von bodie and they're like vince how did von bodie die i said well no, he- no 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 that was uh that was later on at the bar at the at, at the sports bar the crawls no because oh yeah it was okay we went yeah. to a sports bar and von bodie was brought up and and they asked me how he died and i said well he kind of he kind of asphyxiated himself while he was praying, and Hillary goes praying. He was whacking off, and he's holding his, he's holding his hand up like pretending to choke himself, and he's doing something else. And and, and I said, "Don't make me hate you. Don't make me." <laughs> he didn't hear it. It was not enough for anybody else to hear, really. But then he but, turns around and he says something else, and I go, "You love him again." He goes, "Yeah, it's back." I love him so much. I do. Hillary's great. Uh, just, uh, just a great down-to-earth guy. Isn't he? And he knows so much. You feel like the, the knowledge is going to start leaking out of his ears because he, he knows everything about every era in comics. He, he's done it all. He's done Marvel. He's done was, Undergrounds. He's in the Underground book. Well, you know, the thing, the thing about Hill is that he's so incredibly knowledgeable, but he will never, ever, ever for a second make you feel stupid about something. Yes. He just loves sharing information. Mm-hmm. Right, but You're he right. does have one of those personalities where if you do didn't know that it came from a, a, a standpoint of concern and caring and just love for the medium. He can be kind of daunting at times. 
because he's very direct. There's no pussyfooting oh, around he's with Hillary. Small dude, and and it, yeah, I mean, it could be. And he's passionate. Like I, I mean, yes. you know, in, in in conversation, if you say something like, "Yeah, you know, I I think that um, Vinnie Coletta was a really good anchor," he will he will lay you out and tell you why <laughs> you're wrong. Rightfully no, so. Normally, someone would say, "Yeah, well, you know, yeah, you 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 have your opinion." You're that's, entitled. That's, yeah. yeah, you're entitled. But no, Hillary well, will tell you he well, was what's horrible. Even, what's even scarier is you know everyone. Most most folks know that like Vinnie Coletta was, I mean, he just got yeah, it done. He was, he, was kind of, he was kind of kind of a hack. Yeah, um, I just use that as an example. It, it was it was the the, the yeah. you know the but least resistance. I but there, there I mean there there are people that you would like normally consider being really really good and. You'll bring him up, and Hillary will say, "Well, this was good, but this, 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 and this." And it's yeah. like he knows it. It's like he knows their careers. And he's that's like, that's what know, I well, like yeah, about him. And this is this is where it went off the rails, and blah blah blah. And this person wouldn't have been, you know, that much if they didn't have this person, you know, there. Unvarnished to, truth. That's what you. Oh get yeah, from he's, yeah, he's he's awesome. He's awesome. He. Uh, I mean, what was great was Friday night leaving that bar after after dinner, which was amazing. Um, the uh, we can't say that anymore. What amazing! Amazing, yeah. Okay, fine. Amazing or awesome, awesome is off yeah. the rails. So when we uh, say amazing Spider-Man, we're going to have to come up with something different. Yeah, I like that. The um, Vince and I were walking from the bar to the hotel room. It was cold. Uh, it was cold. But, and and what was great was that we, uh, who we haven't mentioned yet, following Vince and I were uh, was Hillary and Will Pfeiffer. Oh, my soul brother. <laughs> Will, is just, Will. Will is awesome because he, he showed up at, in, in, um, Thursday evening before, uh, he was in the room when you got there, Jason? Uh, yes, he was. Yes, okay. he was. So, I mean, so, so from that point on, it was, it was Chris and Sal and Tom, me, Jason, and, and Will. And, uh, and we were pretty much just, Rolling with it from that point forward because then we eventually made it to Honky Tonk. Well, no, we made it to Honky Tonks and we eventually ate. But um, it we was uh, Will. We spend a lot of time with Will. And, yeah, we and did. I, yeah. I, could, I, I could not be happy. Single moment of it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, he was he was part of, of of the weekend as far as I'm concerned. He I'll tell you the, I'll tell you the truth. I went out to see the three of you, but I also. Will Pfeiffer was in in my plans. I I wanted to see Will. I wanted to hang with Will. Well, I love I love the guy. Oh, I, no, I love the guy. Yeah. Oh, Will's awesome. Will he yeah. is. I love Will. And you know, Will is one of the newest members of our forums. I know. Forum.bulletinpodcast.com. dot com. There you awesome. go. <laughs> uh, the um, I mean, and and it was I was happy for him and, and excited because of of things that might be mm-hmm. coming. Down the pike. And, oh yeah! And how his his weekend? I mean, I don't. I'm. You know, you're a creator. You might go to conventions to to shake some hands and, and see what what kind of wheeling dealing you can do. And and um and I I don't know if if Will had that in mind, but it was it was very cool to to see him. I guess in action and 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 some of the news he he brought back to us during the weekend. And and uh, it was it was really so cool hanging out. I mean, he was um. He was at the Essex, so it was the hotel two blocks over from us. But I mean, so whenever we were heading home, Will home to the hotel, Will was also, and and it was it was just so cool oh, yeah. hanging out with him big time. Right, and don't oh, forget he what was else. The guy that I well, I was just going to say that Will was the guy that I didn't, you know, I, I unlike Vince, I didn't really know Will before, so I didn't, I wasn't thinking, oh, I can't wait to see Will 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 Pfeiffer. I didn't, you know, know that it wasn't in my 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 worldview before going, but uh, but but leaving, he you know he's he's probably the the guy upon leaving that I was 
most happy to have um, you know yeah. gotten a chance to get to know. So yes. and also he, he he was kind enough to give me and I think you Vincent I, I don't know if everyone yes. had it but he yeah, gave yeah me we all got it. Late, late nights at Kinko's his oh um, yeah his collected work. It's uh, I mean I I just l- looked through it uh, this morning actually I haven't really started reading it but it can uh, be yours for twelve bucks and believe me it is worth twice that. It's oh, jam packed. It should be treasured. It's a great little book. It is. And uh, David. What else? Uh, what other book is is coming from Will Pfeiffer in the future? Hopefully. What are you doing? What are you, doing? <laughs> you don't remember? And this uh, was this was not the product. Will Pfeiffer. Yes, yes. Uh, this is not the product of a drunken evening and promises made during a stupor. See, no. I thought it was. So we'll no, see. it was not. Ah, uh, uh, at least I'm not taking it that way. Just Will, like our logo. No, Will Pfeiffer. Oh, oh, uh, oh, fist bump! Oh my god. Uh, <laughs> Will Pfeiffer and I are going to collaborate on a book. See, I'll add, I, this is news to me. What, I what, told you, I, didn't I? Yeah. I don't think. See, all of my Don't bring drunk. me down. No, Will was not drunk. He was. He was genuine. No, I'm saying uh, David was drunk when he told him. Oh, maybe. Yeah, was I there drunk? was that. You were drunk most of the time. No, don't even try it. Don't even. No, but don't it, even. He he's there was a point in, in I think it was Saturday night. When we were sitting in the Hyatt bar drinking. We're sitting Indian style on the floor, and we're just oh. going back and forth. We finish. He would was say some. It, he, uh, maybe you could be. Uh, Will would say something. I would finish it. I would start something. He would finish it. Oh. And then there was one point we were talking about the, the Herald's Chicken Shack escapade, so which we'll get that. into. And and oh, Will said, Will, Will said, you know what you should do for the theme song for this episode? Oh, and I said, right. dude. Yes, I and that. I said, I said, yeah, we got to use the the uh, Roscoe's theme from Tapeheads. The Roscoe's yes. chickens, chicken uh, yeah, chicken and a yes. waffle, and we both came up with it at the same time. So the yep. the the intro to this episode is a Will Pfeiffer Vince B joint. How about there you that? Go. Love it. It's it come hopefully. Yeah, I oh, you know, and I'm not saying I love Will Will Pfeiffer like anybody says. You know, I love chicken. I love Will Pfeiffer. He is yeah. uh, he's a one hell of a guy and. Um, you know, people came up to him. Oh, that uh, Amazon's attack was great. Yeah. And he's, he's genuinely pleased that these people have read his stuff. I think he's really proud of his Catwoman, and oh, and he always uh, he he made a point to uh, talk about last week when we were talking about Aquaman and which which writer seemed to be absent from the list. Of, <laughs> of great yeah, Aquaman sorry, Will. Uh, well. But no, Will, Will was absolutely. I mean, he was just he was a joy to hang out with. I mean, it, it was. From, you know, you look at, I mean, I don't know, I, it's, it's cool to maybe, it is, not, not, not maybe, it is cool to go to a con, maybe get your book signed or, or pick up some art from a creator and say, hey, I love your work, shake his hand or whatever and, and, and move on and go down to the next guy. But there's something really special, really magical when it comes to going out to dinner with a comic book creator and, 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 and just, and hanging out with people afterwards, whether it's Hillary Barter ordering your Chinese food or whether it's Will Pfeiffer sitting across from you and, and, and collaborating on something or Tom Fowler, you know, sharing a hot dog. Well, not sharing your own with you know, it's, but I mean, the, the stories and, 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 you know, and, and some of the stories probably aren't for public record and they're just, <laughs> yeah, but that's but, okay. But it's, but it's, it's, it's special in that it's it's time spent with somebody. I mean, it's outside of the convention, so they really don't have their work hat on, and they're and you're not just trying to throw out sketches and 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 you know get work done on like text. So it's just it's it's you're just trying to 
just you're you're really just sitting just there hanging. and, just and fun. absolutely, yeah. and it's it's the coolest fucking thing, you know. Whether you, you know, cheers and, and sharing a drink. And another thing about Will, he doesn't work the room. No, you're right. He, he, he was when when us. you talk to Will, his attention is directed towards you. It's not mm-hmm. like, oh, I'm talking. Oh, there's Jim Lee. I'm gonna try and yeah. get work. You know, it's just he's he's focused on you. He came up to me. It, he knows me. He he come came up to me in the con. And he said, "Look at what I just got." And it was this art book of Bollywood oh, and yeah, and other right. foreign mm-hmm. movie posters. And he knew that I would like geek out on that. He takes me over to the challenge, not challengers, uh, Chicago Comics yeah. booth, and he's like, "There they are. There's the books." Look in there, and I found the most amazing stuff in this cheapy book box. I, I, I got. Um, have you ever heard of uh, Louis Trondheim? Yes, I love Louis Trondheim. I love his work. Uh, Lamouche, the Nimrod from Fantagraphics. The guy is just really one of the greats. And Will tipped me off to the sale, and I got three oversized hardcover albums of the Dungeon series. NBM uh, has the English uh, language version, publishes it on this side, but they they shrink them down for some reason into little, uh, not digest size, but smaller size books. These are the original French editions, two bucks a pop. And and he was geeking out over them as much as I was. I mean, he is he's a bro. Will Piper's a bro. Yes, he is. And that uh, we should absolutely. probably stop talking uh, about him in this light because he's We're probably going to get all. Yeah, yeah. But he's great, and and you will not hear the end of Will Piper on this show because there will be more. Much yes. People are sheep. Why must it be? Why do they read the comics I don't want to read? Oh, people are sheep. Oh, why must it be? Hey, guys. I'm in the middle of listening to episode 103, and I'm, li- I'm listening to your discussion of why people read these things, why they like to be led around by the nose. or Maybe I'm uh, reading things into what you guys are saying or I'm expressing my own opinion, but that's the way I see it. I mean, even when great works are coming out, and everybody seems to be reading them, and there's a lot of creative development. I tend to think, I think that the reason why it happens is because somebody latches onto it, and somebody says good things about it, and for some reason people listen up, and people start paying attention, and it becomes, once again, they're being led along, and that's what they want. And once again, they're being shown something. They're being shown, okay, go this way. And so they go that way. And it just happens to be something that's really good. And that's why it happens, I think, unfortunately. Unfortunately, I think most people don't really want to take the time to, to, to listen, to learn, to read, to think. They just want to be led around. That's what they're looking for. They're looking for somebody to tell them where to go, what to do, how to do it, how to do things. Call me a cynic. I probably am. But that's how I feel. Anyway, I'm going to go back and watch the rest of episode 103. Thanks, and keep up the great work, guys. Bye now. So I'm going to give you a lowdown on some of the stuff I got. Real quick, uh, in Artist Alley, most of this stuff came from Artist Alley. I got um, two different unnumbered issues of a book called Her, H-U-R-R, by writer Joseph Rybant and art by Kurt it's published by Pungent Basement Art. Really freaky, trippy, psychedelic. Uh, eight pages, black and white, uh, self probably self-stapled cover. Uh, it's a little Corbin and a lot of uh, Pert Willoughby Papers era Don Rosa, but it's 
trippy and freaky, and it's just great stuff. I got a signed copy of Late Nights at Kinko's by Will. Um, something called Chrome. Yes. K H R O M E. Chrome number one, which was a limited yep. to 500 copy work in progress edition by letterer Chris Revenkant, who is a member of our forum under yes. the uh, handle Christopher Stark. Right. I have your copy, Chris. It's oh, okay. real. It's really neat. I'm, I'm very interested to see where they go with that. Uh, and from Andy, I got Zombie Crisis. I was just going to mention that he gave I us got all Andy copy. Jewett. Yes. I got In This Corner. In this I got corner, right? a bunch of drawings. Andy gave me a, a, like a, a little little stack of drawings. His first ever vampire character, which he said he really loves, but he wanted to give it to me because he loves me so much. Um, and the neatest thing that is, the, yeah, what you're about to say is the coolest. Yeah, Andy had. A piece of uh, illustration board that he would di- wipe the excess color from his brush on it as he was working, and as the color built up, color built up. I mean, there were some drawings on it. You could see some penciling in the background, ink tests and stuff. He looked at it and he kept he kept staring. And he said, "Hmm, I bet Vince would like that," and he gave it to me. It, <laughs> yep, it's, and it's like so, it. I love it. It's so yeah, cool. I'm gonna scan cool. it and put put it on the, on the forum for everybody to see. Uh, I got the more than complete action philosophers omnibus. Yes. Damn. Signed by creators. Yes. Autographed by fantastic Fred Van Lenty and Ryan Dunlavey. Who, by the way, uh, Fred had uh, remembered that he was supposed to be on last October for (laughs) the month. (laughs) I know. When we're ready to have him on, he's ready to be on. So we'll take him up on that. It it was awesome. I'm talking to Fred, and of course, Jason brought it up. And it's like, (laughs) no. Yeah, it was my fault. I screwed up. Remember Fred Van Lenty month? Dunlavey is such a good guy. Oh, yeah. 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 It's the first time I had met him. So, yeah, it was, yeah. Agreed. I have a new saying. It's not a con unless I get a book from John. And of course, I'm talking about John Colsar, who gave me Wicked and Imp's Dirty Shorts, another Wicked and Imp nice. collection. Oh, John's, John's awesome. Uh, he's not awesome. He's stupendous. I got two, two issues of John, Ira Thomas, and Will Grant's Lost in the Wash. Freaky, freaky-ass book. And uh, Manifestations, The Art of Will Grant. This guy, Will Grant is the artist. This, his work is this really cool splicing of S. Clay Wilson, Alton Kelly, Stanley Mouse, and Victor Moscoso. It's really neat. It's a horror story, but it's, I won't say, it, it's based on this water awesome. creature. It's really neat. And, and that's the thing. John and I were, were talking and, and I said, you gotta see this guy's work. So I dragged John over to his table and in turn, John dragged me over to Justin Cermak's table where I got Space Sheriff and Happy Space Boy. Nice. <laughs> so, it's so neat. <laughs> uh, it, it, think Ugly Dolls, uh, David Horvath. And Louis Trondheim and a little bit of Sergio Argonis, and that's what kind of what it's like. It's it's mm. it's just happy, feel good, um, original character art. I, I, I it's it's great. Zach Krusey gave me a copy of the Eclipse Giant Size mini comic signed by Larry Martyr. No. Oh. And, and uh, oh, we, are we gonna get to Larry Martyr? Yeah, we're gonna get well, to Larry Martyr. We had to. Uh, I went over to the Steve Bryant little table who had a fantastic weekend, by the way, and we'll get into that too. Um, but working next to Steve was Kyle Latino, who is working with Steve on a character called Cobra. And David and I were, and, and Jason were flipping through this, uh, preliminary, uh, book of, of the artwork they're doing for that. 
keep an eye on this guy, Kyle Latino, because he is going places. Rem- very reminiscent of, of Alex Toth. Unbelievable. The pencils were delicious. And Steve yeah. was saying, and there's, there were two inked pages at the end. And I was looking at the, comparing the pencils to the inks. And, I was like, mm. and Steve goes, oh, you like it? I said, I love it. But you guys should just shoot from the pencils because this is, this is astounding. Mm-hmm. And Kyle at the time was, uh, sketching and he had a, a, a drawing of Tarzan and he rips it out of his notebook and, and just gives it to me. So beautiful. Uh, I got a Doc Savage. You got, yeah, you got Doc Savage. It was just great, great stuff. Um, let's talk about the tattoos. We have to. <laughs> we have to. Uh, I, hey, hey segue. Before, before you do, talking about Steve Bryant, I got to mention um, his buddy who was sitting right next to him, Jim Heffern. Mm-hmm. And if you have a chance, pick up It Tolls for Thee, and it is from Law Dog Comics. It is, uh, uh, I, we may have talked about it on AC, um, at, at one point, but j- just check out, just check out, uh, lawdogcomics.net and, uh, and it tolls for the, before I forget. Now let's talk about the ink. Cool. I also might want to mention we, uh, we talked about that on, on our show as well. Did, uh, did we? Okay. I, yep, I, you I, bet. I get them mixed up. On the other show you did. Okay. Yeah, no, it's all good. No, I talked about it maybe uh, I don't know, like a year ago, but okay. whatever. Okay. It, yeah. yeah, it's a nice little size too. It's it's deserving of 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 the attention. I agree. Mm-hmm. Cool, cool, cool format too. Great art, love it. Yeah. Um, I had shaved my arm beforehand. You did because you I got it. I think I, you did. If you hadn't shaved your arm beforehand, I'm not sure everything that happened over the course of the next 72 hours would have happened. <laughs> You think? I mean that. I mean yeah, that. I, I don't know. I was driven. I got on the plane thinking I am going to return with a tattoo drawn by Larry Martyr. Well, and and for let's set the let's set the tone here. Uh, new to the world of comic book conventions, um, Reed uh, um, has an arm called Reed Pop. It's what they're branding all of the comics and other cultural events they're doing now. Right. And this was the first convention where they featured inside the convention hall a tattoo festival parlor. Uh, so you could get inked right there at the convention. From, from, they were busy. Uh, they were busy. Yeah. There, there was uh, Mark Draven is, I guess, the promoter, the liaison between Reed and the, and the tattoo artists. Uh, there were tattoo artists from pretty much anywhere. Uh, Brian Stringer. For example, is is from Virginia, so um, no folk. Some of this, some of the tattoo artists travel around to. I mean, aside from working at their own shops, they'll travel around to different trade shows and things. So it's it's a way to, and it it just makes perfect sense to have tattoo artists at a comic convention. I think. I mean, you have other artists displaying their work, and I see nothing wrong with having tattoo artists displaying their work, and even if. I don't think this isn't the type of, of environment where okay, you know, I I got drunk one night now I woke up with a tattoo I regret. I mean, if 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 you meet an artist that does something that you really really love and and you want to show that you know on on your body for example, then you turn around and and have it done right then and there. And it's you know nothing's being done under pressure. Nobody's rushing. Nobody is. I mean, it's 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 the same equipment that they could use in their shop. So it's not like this is some half-assed, okay, let me just, you know, write down some name or, or throw a lantern logo on someone's arm. I mean, they, they still do quality work, even if they're sitting at a six-foot table. Oh, you're not kidding. Mm-hmm. So I went over to Brian 
he seemed the for, I don't know why I singled him out. There, like David said, there was at least five tattoo artists, and then yeah. Jerry Lawler at the end. And, and <laughs> no, for for some reason, I mean, I didn't even look. You, normally, when you're going to get ink, you look at the person's work. All of them yes. had portfolios. I didn't even look at that. I just, for some strange reason, I just focused on Brian. He's a pretty imposing dude. He's he's very large. Mm-hmm. Uh, he he's he's a huge guy, big ass arms, and um, I, I focused on him and and I asked him if if he had a slot early in the day, and, and he said, and he, well he he, uh, he said something that we heard a few times over the course of the weekend. <laughs> what was that? Well, he looked at your name tag and said, "What? Oh yeah, he said you're Vince B." And I said, "Yeah." He goes, "I'm listening to your show." And and, da- right. and Dave, the my show, of course. And, and and David had didn't have his name tag. He had he yeah, had, I didn't the, have the exhibitor badge on. Right. He had the press. The press. No, the the other one. Right. And uh, and I said, "That's David." He said, "Oh, David." So it was like the guy listened to our show. So that just broke yeah. the ice right there. Crash. We went flopping through into the water. So I said, "If you can stick me in early." I will go right now to Larry Motter's table and get the sketch. I'll be right back. And he said, well, I, my first appointment's at 1 o'clock, but I assume that they're going to be standing in line for a while, so I will stick you in before. Awesome. I ran over to Larry Motter's table, and I told him what I wanted to do, and he looked at me like I was nuts. <laughs> he just stared at me, and, I, and he's and like... And he says, aren't you Vince B.? And he no 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 re, no really. And David said something to him. He says, "Do you guys do a podcast?" And I said, "No." I thought said, I was oh. have to pick Vince up. You nearly plotted. I, I, I did. I had little tiny cartoon hearts all around my head. And of course, one thing led to another. I had him. I told him exactly what I wanted: beanish with the four realities above his head, and the saying, "Art is everything underneath." Because this this tattoo is me. This is who I am. Art is everything to me. And he drew me it up, and he was very open to the idea. I think he loved it. And 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 we were talking about being real and just having a great time. Like I knew him forever. Went over, boom, got my tattoo, brought it back, and Larry was tickled to the point where he took a picture of it to put on his blog. I don't know if yes. it's up yet. Nice. But um, it was... He's one of those rare talents. I mean, we love a lot of comic book creators, but mm-hmm. like... And I've said it before, and damn it, I'm going to say it again. Like Alan Moore, Larry is... He's special. He He's a cut above. Bean World is, is something that is totally unique to comics. There's nothing like it. And I'll tell you, he's smart, too, because obviously he's a very shrewd businessman, having worked with Image and, and, and McFarlane. This tattoo has generated more questions about Bean World. Uh, everybody at work, what's that? So I tell them about it, and they're like, where can I get that? That sounds really cool. So I will be expecting a check every month from Larry Marder. <laughs> nice. Uh, 2011. <laughs> we should. Uh, is this early 2011 for the fourth book? Um. He's, yeah, I think he said uh, early 2011. If I, I, I don't remember because I was starstruck. But I remember yeah, what he did actually. say. He said he has at least 12 more books planned yeah. out. Yeah. Wow. He's got the seasons. This is what. This is spring. The first um, three books. Yes, he's got a whole. Um, seasonal cycle of Bean World and he said book five was it book four or book five he said will blow your mind now 
you know, coming from Larry, we've, our minds have been blown already with Bean World. What can he possibly do? But he, he's, he's got big plans for Bean World. And I said, why all of a sudden have you gone back to Bean World? And he said, I was making money. Yep. Yeah. You know, he can't fault the yeah. guy, but he's driven. He's committed to Bean World, all Bean World all the time. He's talking about the diff. I mean, it wasn't only Dark Horse that he was talking to. to You're breaking up. Damn. Yeah. So the publishers had uh, had different plans for uh, for releasing the work, but he he loved it with Diana and Dark Horse had to offer. So right. But that's why we well, got the three books last year. Right. Well, that was one of his st- um, stipulations that th- when what all the other publishers um, besides Dark Horse wanted to release one a year over the period of three years, he wanted the right. three to come out bang, 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 one right after the other, and that's mm-hmm. smart. Because, you know, one book, yay, you know, this guy's great. Three yeah. books of brilliance, yeah. that gets you noticed. Plus, I mean, out of a three, you know, one, yeah, if, if he just put out one book and it was three prints, it's like, okay, we've seen this before. Yeah, you're not. You're hard to hear, buddy. Yeah, you're not making any sense. We've lost. More, more than usual. Someone. <laughs> <laughs> But, but Vince, I mean, I, I wasn't kidding when I said you set the tone because not only did you get the ball rolling, but I mean, I know you're like me, not a very um, uh, spiritual person, but or at least religious. But I mean, that that whole Larry Martyr exchange, him drawing it for you, then having found that he listens to the show, then him being totally geeked by the fact you actually did it. I mean, that was pretty much as close to a thing that you would get to a real spiritual thing. I mean, that was like... I know. That was the universe aligning for you in a way that just... Once that all happened, I just... That was when I said, you know what? I'm going to go through with it, too. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. This convention has ruined us. It was was a brilliant, beautiful experience, but there ain't never going to be another one like this. Well, we're going to... The four of us are going to have to get matching scrotal piercings at uh, New York. (laughs) Oh, no. No, no. No, no. With, with me going to Marta's graduation on Sunday, probably saved me because I would have ended up getting inked up too because the peer pressure would have been way too much for me and I would have had mm-hmm. to come up with something on the spot. Even though I'm, I'm sitting here right now looking at my uh, my absolute new frontier, which is my favorite comic of all time. I'm like, okay, so which one is going on the uh, going on the shoulder or the or the arm or whatever? So, so I'm thinking about it. Yeah, I, I caught yeah, a nice. little. I caught a little bit of hell from the missus because nice. she she has always known that I wanted a tattoo, but she was kind of humoring me, thinking I ah, he's never gonna go I'll, I'll, I'll go through with it. But when I when I told her about it, I got the old well. Don't you think it was something we can we should have discussed to discuss that? <laughs> oh no! And, and I told her I said it was it was the perfect storm. It 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 happened exactly the way I would want it to happen. This is what this is this is who I this tattoo is who I. I am. I needed to get it. I, I wanted it. And, you know, she's she's cool with it now, but every time I'm near her, I hug her. She looks at it and she gives me the uh, shit eye. You know? But, yeah, she'll live with it. She, she has no choice, really. She's yeah. buying you a lot of long sleeve shirts. No. She said, <laughs> why didn't you get it on your shoulder or, uh, or something? I said, well, if you're going through the process of getting a tattoo and it's something you really like, why would you want to hide it? Why? I agree. Yeah. This yeah, is all sense. on the open. And I'm, Unless I'm you not, have to hide it. I'm I'm not right. a sub- yeah, right sure, exactly too. right. Yeah. I'm not okay. a subversive person. I'm wh- what you see is what you get with me. I'm all out in the open, so it should be visible. Yes. Yes. Art is right. everything, Vince. Yeah. It is. And and Renee loves each of them. I mean, she I 
we 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 had pictures on the little blog. Is I'm okay now. I'm better. Not really, yeah, right. but but not not so choppy. Yeah, you're cool. Go ahead. Um, we'll do it in yeah, post. They they they. Uh, <laughs> so the pictures went up on 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 the mobile blog, and and I mean, as soon as um, as soon as I texted her a photo of Vince's, she said it was so fitting. And and Sunday afternoon when I sent her wood, she she loved it. And and yes, it was a hot. That that's so fitting. That's so great. Not hot. I can't believe this. Dumb white boy got that on his arm. It was, uh, <laughs> it was, it was definitely. I mean, she was, she was a huge proponent for for, for getting it done, and uh, and and thanks to Sal for helping me decide on mine because since uh, yours, I love yours. Do you? Yeah. Thanks, man. I um, love. It's very when, rich. When uh, yeah. when it turns out that Wagner wasn't there, um, I didn't know who to. I wasn't sure if I just wanted the the mask. From the Hunter Rose Grendel, if I just wanted his eyes and and the nose, like like just an outline of of that look of that design, and uh, I was like, you know, who who am I going to get to sketch that? It seems like a waste of of, of somebody like Tom Fowler's talents or, or, or Norton or, or you know, I just didn't want anybody just to draw like Grendel eyes and then okay, here you go. And flipping through my sketchbook, Sal saw the uh, the piece that Jeremy Hunt did. Back in 2007 at New York, when when he and and B Claymore was sitting at the Around Comics booth for for Hero Initiative. Oh, that's right. Yeah. And and uh, so Jeremy did this piece back in 2007. It's been in my sketchbook all that time. And and the reason Sal had my sketchbook is because he was showing off his sketchbook. I saw Sal sitting next to Scotty Young, and um, and so so he's flipping through his sketchbook and he goes, "Did you see my Andy Parks Captain America?" And it's it, and it's it's a nice looking sketch of, of mm-hmm. Cap and then I showed him my Andy Parks Captain America which kind of like it torqued Sal a little bit because it's a little bit more richer in detail and, and uh-huh. more uh, yeah there's, there's a little bit more to my piece that Andy did that, than Sal so Sal's like what the hell Andy so he runs over to Andy's booth and and yeah, uh, that was fine now <laughs> yeah, really seriously like, get, get, get cracking and then as he's flipping through it he sees the Grendel by, by Jeremy, and he says, well, you should get this as a tattoo. And it just made so much sense. And I was yep. just like, you know what? That's what I'm going to do. So I, I went over to Brian, and, and he uh, he scanned it. He says, yeah, we could do this. Now, it's not the entire image that Jeremy drew, because there's uh, there was some background behind Grendel's head, and, and there was a skull at, at the bottom of the image. So I just, no, without, without the skull, we can bring... And I think the guys were telling me, you know, make it to a point, and... Um, and, that, and that's what we ran with, and we 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 closed out the convention. We were some of the last five people at the convention on Saturday night. Yep, they were flipping the lights on and off for yeah, us to leave. Absolutely, yeah, it was, it was pretty great. cool. And, and the the best the best part of you getting your tattoo is that um, we had to bug out because uh, we were uh, breaking down the table, so I had to get that. Um, Will and uh, and Chris Marshall helped me, um, and and definitely hi to Chris Marshall, but. Um, the hotel and you guys caught up after us and you guys come into the lobby and I was like David I want to see it and you're like well I'll show it to you later and then Wood smacks you right on the arm I'm so proud of you for doing that buddy and and you're just like and thanks for the tattoo (laughs) yeah and God God bless God bless Wood because uh, as, as the tattoos mounted I got mine then it was on to David David obviously got his. Wood was really struggling. Yeah, with, he was. Absolutely. With not, not only the fact... Hard, hard to figure out what 
what you want. I mean, what says you? Yeah. Right. That that was the thing. It was he he knew he was going to get one. Well, at least he was seventy five percent sure. But when he saw David's, it was like, oh, I got to do this. And it was he was struggling with the subject matter. What what is he going to get? And I I don't know how you finally decided to. I I don't remember why. How did you decide on on the Hitchhiker's Guide? Yeah, um, so I was struggling, and really, I think it's because I was focusing on comics. You know, I was thinking, yeah, because my and I kept saying my favorite characters are, let's be honest, a little bit cliche, right? I mean, my my favorite characters are Deadpool, Wolverine, Domino, Black Panther, and while I love them all, I was thinking, do I really want like a character profile of one of those things on my arm? I mean, is that really all that special or? You know, is it really going to be something that matters to me? Um, so I just said, you know what, I'll, I'll just do on it. I won't, I'm racking my brain. And then we were just hanging out, chilling. And it was like, you know how you get that, that something just pops in your head? And I, I've talked about this on the show before, but to me, the my favorite books of all, all time, my favorite author is Douglas Adams, Hitchhiker's Guide. Um, and I just was like, oh, I'm like the, the Hitchhiker's Guide, the logo, you know, the planet, the crazy planet. And um, so I just I said that's it, and as soon as it popped in my head, I, it, it's one of those things where I was like, that is something I would be giddy to have, and would never imagine being unhappy to have that, you know. And once once it popped in my mind, I said that's it, didn't look back, and um, you know, gave uh, told Brian uh, Stringer the the artist, and he was like, just find me a, a high res image, and we're all set. And so I did it that night. I was searching around uh, while we were out drinking, and found a. Uh, a nice big clean image and uh, sent it to him and he said that'll be perfect I'll have the uh, I will have the outline ready for you for tomorrow morning and uh, so on Sunday I stepped to the plate and and had it done and it was actually pretty cool doing it on Sunday because it was family day and there must have been 20 kids stop and just stare in amazement at me getting a tattoo and asking me, does it hurt? What does it feel like? And, you know, parents pointing out, look, that man's getting a tattoo right there. It was just a blast. So, um, that, that man. That, yeah, that, that dude over there. Um, so, yeah, and uh, and I was a little worried about what my wife was going to think because we had talked about it conceptually, but she knows that I'm not much of a risk taker, so I think she was humoring me like, oh, yeah, that'll be fun. You guys might get tattoos, but I don't think she actually thought that I would do it. Um, and so, I, and then once I did it, I, I figured oh, I'm not going to tell her now. I'll just wait till I get home. <laughs> so, um, and then I got home really late, so I didn't see her that night. And in the morning, uh, you know, I was getting ready in the bathroom, and then I walked out and I said, "Surprise!" And uh, <laughs> to her credit, she did not miss a beat. If she was shocked, she didn't let on. She was just looked at it, and um, she said, "Wow!" She said, "Hey, Checkers guys, like that's so awesome. That's one of the first things I liked about you is when I realized that you and I both had a love for that book." So Aww. I was like, oh, yeah, so it worked out perfectly. So um, it, it was just a, yeah, it was great. I mean, I, I was half expecting to be like, really? You really did it? But she just loved it. And, uh, and uh, just, it was awesome. And the boys yeah. are fascinated by it. They, they can't get over it. They, you know, Colin asked me yesterday, real serious, Daddy, you know, I was thinking about it. What happens if you don't want that picture on your arm anymore? <laughs> and I was like, then I said, the daddy's going to be very, very sad someday if I don't want that on my arm because it's not coming <laughs> off, buddy. But, yeah, uh, that, that, uh, I showed my to me. At least he under, he at least he understands the permanence of it now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When, when Mia saw mine, she said she read the art is everything part. She goes, "It's true. It's yeah. the truth." And I was like, <laughs> you're "Like that's my girl. That's, that's my girl." But uh, you could see how the the magnitude of the tattoos mounted. I mean, mine is just clean black. 
right. line art. It's it's beautiful, and that's one thing I'll say about Brian Stringer. The the guy is meticulous. Oh, the, yeah. This, this uh, Beanish looks like Larry Marder drew it on my skin. He followed every line perfectly, and there's, to, I mean, there's a point where he was almost too perfect because uh, on one of Beanish's fingers, Larry kind of took the pen... Uh, the sharpie and drooped a little bit at the end of the line. He put that in. So he put the little hook on Beanish's figure. Finger. It's it's just astounding the detail that this guy can do. But so mine's clean black. Then David, who had a lot more black than I did, and he, David's okay. has a little bit of color in it on the red rose. But Jason, like I said, he lives large, and his tattoo is a testament to that. He went full color. Yeah, he he got yep. green with a be- beautiful lime green that that blends into a darker green. It's it's just really nicely done, and he he's like, oh man, dude, so I think I should get it. This when when he had the the image transferred onto the paper that puts the the uh, outline the ink outline on stencil. your arm for the yeah. right the stencil for the tattoo is to work. Jason's like, yeah, is this, that's maybe is that too big and i said hey man go, no. go, go large or go home oh, that's and, right. yeah. and, and he yeah, he it, it looks really good on jason's arm it's very yes. eye-catching you know? are there, are there yeah. pictures, are there pictures on the forum i gotta take some pictures of pictures it on yeah. The, well yeah there, there, there's the pictures on on the uh on the mob blog that we'll put a link to it in the um okay. in the show notes for this episode the uh yeah. and and brian will be back um Next year. Oh, yeah. When, when, when we left, he said that, uh, that, that the Tattoo Pavilion will be back next year. He plans on yeah. being there. So if, um, if we can't get to his shop or if, if anything needs to be touched up, he can do it there next year. Yeah, things on that front. Um, I mean, as Vince said, uh, Brian listens to the show, and, and I think that, again, talk about sort of karmic forces aligning. It was, you know, sitting there while we're getting tattooed, and it took, mine took about three hours. Uh, you know, we're sitting there talking about comics and artists that we like, and uh, I mean, he really is a tried and true comic book fan, and it was it just made it so much more enjoyable. I mean, because I was thinking about that too. It's like you know, you get your haircut sometimes, and if you don't know the barber or something, and you try to make small talk, and it's just like, oh, I can't wait till my hair is done so I can uh, yeah. get out of this. You know, and I was thinking, man, if you're getting tattoo. What if you know you sit there, sit quietly for hours while the guy's working on you? But you know we didn't have to worry about that because of that. And um, and I mean, in addition to to thanking him for what a great job he did, and, and again, as Vince said, he did an amazing job and was very meticulous. We also have to thank him for. Uh, let's be honest. I mean, he's a accomplished, uh, well-known tattoo artist who um, would have the, the tattoos we got in the time they took would have normally been much more expensive than. Oh yeah. Yes. So he, yeah. He yeah. gave us a, a very generous discount. Um, yeah. to, for his time because he enjoys the show and wanted to thank us and and uh, I mean I really appreciated that because yeah so yeah. Um, yeah. so thanks to him on that front too and if you want to check out his work it's www.fusioninc.com that's f-u-z-i-o-n-i-n-k fusioninc.com he, he's very very good very good what's, what's interesting is that uh, so so no, Vince didn't discuss it at all with his wife Wood's wife wasn't sure that he'd come back with one. Renee actually thought, I mean, leading up to the convention, Renee swore that I was going to have one done. And I, I, I finally told her, you know, like a week before the, the, the convention, that, no, it, if the situation arises, I mean, if, if the opportunity comes up where, yes, you know, we're all going to get tattooed, then it's going to happen. But, I mean, whether or not I'm actually going to come home with a tattoo, I'm not going to know until... Until the weekend, until I'm sitting in the chair. So right. she pushed uh, you into it at one point because you were kind of iffy. Mm-hmm. 
and, I don't and know she's if like, I was iffy. I mean, no, yeah. once I told her, I, I said, what do you think about this image? She goes, no, because I, I sent her a, a, a text with the image of, from, from the sketchbook. And I said, what do you think of this? I said, but without the background and probably without the skull. She says, yeah, without the skull. She says, that would be great. So, nice. yes, I mean, she was all for it. So as soon as she said, yeah, go for it, then, then I was cool. Yeah. And uh, one last thing about uh, Brian and his uh, tattooing. When you go to a show, you don't have to worry about hygiene because I was there when they were the the tattoo artists were getting grilled and they went oh, yeah. through a litany of stuff that they had to do. Everything goes in the biohazard. All the needles have to be new. All the you know very clean, very very hygienic. Um, and he uses an air compressor instead yeah. of an electric, which mm-hmm. I, I don't know the difference because obviously this is my first tattoo, but it was virtually painless. And uh, the, the, like I said, the needles were new. It was it, it? There was one point where I almost started not, nodding off because it was almost it was, the, the, the hum was hypnotizing, and just mm-hmm. the, the 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 feel of the the pressure on my arm. Yeah, I almost fell asleep. It doesn't hurt at all. Do yourself a favor. Check this out if you're interested in getting a yeah. tattoo. Look at Brian's work. Look at the work of others. But go if you're going to a con, really. Use these guys because it, it was really it was so good. Po- it was so popular. It wouldn't surprise me if the Reed folks do it for New York this year. That'd oh, cool. I, I hope they do because I would yeah. like to get a Professor Garbanzo underneath. Yeah. yeah. Well, the the other thing too is again not not that we're, here we're all sitting here talking like we're all experts in tattooing now, but but uh, one thing I definitely can say after now seeing it in person and having experiences, this like many things you get what you pay for. So if you're going to get permanent something permanent done on your body and Don't you really want to, <laughs> yeah, make sure you check out in your area. I'm sure there are multiple places you can go. Ask around. Look at their work first. Make sure – you know, these guys are artists just like anyone else. So I, one of the things that I thought was fascinating is that of the five people, there, they have different specialties, things they like to do. And, you know, just like anyone else, you you probably want to use someone that likes doing it. So, again, you know, Brian loves doing comic book characters and likes doing that kind of thing. So he was into it. But, you know, other people like to do tribal and aren't really comfortable doing realistic work. Other people like to do more expressive stuff and don't. You know, so just just make sure that, you know, that it, you're matching up. It's not just don't randomly walk in and say – want a tattoo of this make sure it's a good fit right yeah all right let's give some love back to the forum how about that because we we ran we ran ran into a bunch of uh, so many people (laughs) at the show one in particular uh his generosity just amazed me again if you remember a couple episodes ago i told you the tale of mr lance kaiser giving me the Von Bodie pages. Well, Lance struck again. This time, his target was Mr. Steve Bryant. Oh, my God. Yeah, I'm walking, and and I saw Lance, and he walks up to me, big hug. The guy's a teddy bear. And he said, guess what? I got something for Steve Bryant. And he shows this brass. It was like a a, a sketchbook. It was a notebook holder, a brass notebook slash sketchbook holder that was owned by Dave Stevens. Yep. And he had a certificate of authenticity from the Stevens, I guess, estate or family Mm -hmm. that it was, in fact, a possession of the artist. He bought it at, I think it was an auction or or some kind of estate sale, and he gave it. Gave it yep. to Steve Bryant. Now, anyone who knows Steve Bryant, 
can you imagine what that did to him? I mean, I, it'll, go, I asked, it'll go. It'll go perfectly on the uh, the Dave Stevens altar that he already has. Like, yeah, yeah, the he shrine. Knows where he's putting it. Yeah. I, I said to Lance, I said, did he cry? <laughs> Steve, Steve just loves Steve. Uh, yeah, Steve loves Steve Bryant. Steve loves Dave Stevens, and to give, and not only did he just give him the gift uh, out of uh, at his own expense, but he knows Steve Bryant well enough. He pays attention to the guy's likes and dislikes, and and gave him something that he knew means something to him. Yeah. In our, in my family. People buy gifts just to check somebody off a, l- a list, you know. Yeah. Not 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 my immediate family. I'm talking like in laws and stuff. And uh, so, I mean, it wasn't just a gift just to give something. He gave it because he knew what it would mean to Steve. That is awesome. And I don't yeah, care if sure. I use the word. It, it just it your jaw drops at the level of of kindness and giving that that is. It's just yeah, I'd, I'd say stunning. It was stunning yeah. to me because yeah. I. Yeah. Uh, Lance, he's just one of those guys, you know, he, um, and I asked him about it and I mean, it was, I just remarked something. It, it, like, would, wow. it would be like, it would be like someone giving you a pen that Douglas Adams used. Well, yeah, sure. Yep. And he was just very nonchalant about it. He said, you know what? I just like to, to pay it forward. He said, I believe in that concept. It's not a cliche. Yep. I, I believe that if you do nice things for, for people that you enjoy, that, that the good things will come back your way. And I just, uh, um, it's a very, very, um, refreshing and reassuring world viewpoint. Mm-hmm. And one that I, I think we all like to think that we're capable of, but very few of us, myself included, I think make good on that viewpoint a lot of times. And so I, I, I do think Lance deserves all the praise for that. So. Oh yeah, he, and and I called him Santa Claus last time, and he said, yeah. "You know, you know what? I do do Santa Claus." Mm-hmm. I, I I was not stunned. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Uh, later in the day, he came up to me and he had an envelope. He goes, "Look at this." He got his picture taken in the Batmobile. <laughs> they, they, they they had the original Batmobile yeah. there, and and he was talking on the on the bat phone in in the photo. He goes, awesome. "This is this is going to make some guy at work really jealous." <laughs> so yeah i can't praise lance enough that's just great um we hung with comic book hero uh-huh, yes. like yep uh ryan from the forum who the mm-hmm. crazy bastard made me autograph a peppy max can uh, <laughs> can yeah i saw those pictures uh, today very funny that's, mr. that's, s? Just, that's just wrong yep mr s p dat was yep, there P-Dat. Mm-hmm. Christopher Stark, Matt, and uh, Sarah Jism Kramer. She's had her name legally <laughs> changed. Saw so Scott Sterling. I met Box Watcher, who uh, who's a Twitter friend. Justin um, uh, Yodi, of course. Ab- absolutely, Justin Yodi. Who? I'm sorry, Adam, for falling asleep. It was, yeah, that was great, though. That was a funny night. Uh, oh, yeah, it was real funny. It was, man. You should have been on my shoes. The, uh, uh, oh, L. Dave. Dave Mathis. Uh, yeah. yeah. Who single-handedly engulfed a traffic cone full of ice cream. It was amazing. It was, yeah, it, was, it would have yeah. been a regular. <laughs> it's a traffic cone to us, but in Dave's hands, uh, it's a small small ice cream cone. Exactly. Yeah. Was a homicidal drummer there? Oh yes, yeah! Yes, yes, we got we got free free T-shirts from his band. It's great. Because actually, he, we did we meet him at Steve Bryant's booth or at Larry yeah. Marker's booth? It was it was oh I don't know. Yeah, I it know. was Steve it was there. it was along that that aisle. Yeah. One of those. Um, Jeff Eric from West Houston. Virginia. Yep. Uh, 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 Jonathan Wimmer. Yes. Oh, oh, wait, wait, wait. Now that you mentioned Jonathan Wimmer, we got a a, um, an e- a listener email oh. from Jonathan. Yes, Back. let me read it. And it's con-related, so it fits in with this episode. Awesome. 
Hey, 11 o'clockers, I would, I would leave a voicemail, but I always speed up talking and sound like a monkey on speed by the end. I had an incredible time at C2E2, which was my very first real con, and I owe a big part of it to you guys. I took most of your recommendations from a few episodes ago, and it made it a great time. The only problem I had was I bought too much stuff, and mm-hmm. my back was killing me lugging the stuff around all day. Oh, the price to pay for all that great swag. The best part was just walking around and just taking it all in. I spent most of my time in Artist Alley and not buried in cheap-ass long boxes. Oh, boy. Yeah, I know. I pre-ordered a few original pieces, one from Tom Fowler, a firestorm, and another from Steve Bryant, Silver Age, Green Lantern, and Flash, and then picked up a piece from Chris Somney. Go ahead, David. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, an Iron Man. <laughs> I'll, I'll post them on the forum as soon as I can. I ran into Vince and David at Larry Martyr's table while Vince was getting his sketch done for the artwork for his tattoo and then ran into them a few more times along with Wood, and I met Chris separately. We all hear the familial relationship you guys have on the show, but it's sure evident in person. Vince and David are the old married couple. Wood is, <laughs> Wood is, Wood is a strange, hyperactive cousin who seems a little off. And Chris, <laughs> Chris is the soon-to-be-drunk uncle who probably likes to scratch himself way too much in public. All kidding Uh-oh. aside, no, all, he says, all kidding aside, I love the job you guys do on the podcast and eagerly await each episode each week. Thanks again for helping me make this con the best it could have been, and I hope to see you guys soon. John Wimmer from Dallas, Texas. Very cool. Oh, yeah. Very cool. Awesome. Well, I tell he you was what, a he, hell of a guy. He had mentioned that uh, that he picked up a Tom Fowler sketch and you know, talked to Tom a lot this weekend. And I pretty pretty easily can tell folks that if it wasn't for all of the the pre orders on the sketches for for him to to deliver at C two E two, Tom may not have have been able to come to the show. So this was a perfect example of the forum actually making something happen. And and thank you for that you guys were you guys were amazing because we got to to hang out and get to know tom quite a bit more and i know that he he really enjoyed meeting and 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 passing the sketches on to all the folks that pre-ordered him so that was that was yeah. uh amazingly um stupendously awesome as vince would say <laughs> yes as vince used to uh, say vince, oh you're cracked up vince damn it uh, Who else do we run into? Well, obviously, Adam Best and Yodi, I think we mentioned already. Yep. Um, Max Headroom and his son, right? Yes. Took a great picture with, uh, with, with, with his son, Brett. Mm-hmm. Uh, and of uh, course, with, 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 uh, with, with Brian. Mm-hmm. Rusty Auto Parts was there. We met him. I can't mm-hmm. remember his actual name right now, so par- pardon me. Yeah. Um, who else did we meet? We need, we, uh, oh, well, Ian Lovings. Uh, of course, he, yes. Ian Lebstein, of course, we hung out with him and his girlfriend. Uh-huh, that's true. Um, uh, Major uh, Biesi. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh yeah, Gobo. That's the first oh, time oh, I met yeah, Gobo. Gobo, right. Mm-hmm. And, of course, Ron and Connor and Pete Rios and Pants and John. Sean and, and, and Jim. Sean and Jim. Jim. Yes. And okay. uh, Miha uh, Baldwin from Graphically and... Uh, Chico Fiesta. Oh, oh, and, and Rick okay. Hansen. And yeah. uh, yes, Jose, right, his real name. And uh, Molly, one of our, uh, one of my fellow new iFanboy writers, Molly. Mm-hmm. Um, the Geekress. Got, <laughs> got to say hi to Mark Beatty. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Zach Crucy and Ben Keith. Yes, yes. See, Zach, that is, he, 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 he
Two of my Zach. all-time favorite people. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Zach is uh, his first time I re- actually. Um, Zach has a side gig aside from doing what he does and working at DCBS. He now uh, does wake-up calls and and calls my house to wake ah, up. Uh, yeah. uh, at uh, at about. 20 to 12, uh, 20 to 1 in the morning, local New York time. Uh, yeah, it was, it was quite interesting. I got a phone call okay. Saturday morning from Renee telling me, uh, who the hell's calling the house at, at almost what midnight? What dumb crackers call it here at 1 o'clock in the you morning? You know, she's like, so, so she plays back the message and he's like, yeah, you know, and if I can, if I can get together with you guys, you know, I got an idea to run by the 11 o'clock folks and, and I want to talk to Chris and Wood and, and, and Vince and, and, um, She's like, I don't know. I think he said his name was like Vince, uh, Rick or, or Nick or, or, or Rick. And I'm like, the only person I know from Indiana is Zach. So when I, when we got to the convention Saturday morning, I'm like, so, uh, did you go to my house last night? And he's like, I did. And, and he says, did I wake up your wife? And, and from that point on, the rest of the weekend was just all about joking about that. So yeah. So, mm-hmm. so thanks, Zach. I mean, I'm expecting a phone call tomorrow morning to wake up because I don't trust my alarm anymore. So if you could yep. just be a pal and do that for me. Yeah. And Cameron, Cameron and his wife were there. Oh, oh yeah. So, so yeah. nice. Uh, yeah. Oh, John yep. Suntress. Of course, Suntress. We heard out quite a bit. Uh, L. Dave up in the house. Yep. Um, Collected co- comics libraries, Chris. Chris yeah. Marshall, yeah, Chris we Marshall. Yeah, Chris. we're finally got to meet Chris Marshall. He is such, I mean, he's such a great guy. Oh, jeez, you're not kidding. <laughs> you're not kidding. We got to see Jim Lee. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, uh, well, uh, Swain yes, from the Sidebar did. Podcast. Absolutely, Swain. got to meet Swain. Swain, yeah. Swain's great. Um, said hi to Scotty Young. Yeah. Oh yeah, I boozed it with Scotty for a bit. Well, you guys were tucked away in the corner, but uh, yeah, Scotty Young, yeah. Uh, of course, Mike Norton, Ryan Stegman, Tim Seeley. Yep. Uh, Van Lenty and Dunleavy, Andy Parks, Andy Kuhn, and about twenty thousand other people. Yeah, but yes, there's there's there's, there's one thing I have to say. Mm-hmm. Obviously, uh, having listened to this entire episode, you know we had a great time, oh, but yeah. it was not as great as it could have been. And there were periods during the week during the weekend where I actually now it. Having fun in the cabs and on the convention floor and drinking with the guys, there were points in 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 the weekend where I thought, man, this would be so even more better if Tom Caters was here. Absolutely, mm-hmm. and you know, that was we we were missing three people. If you want to get down to it, Caters, the awesome sauce, Mister Loika, and Dave Wachter, yes, all three. Yeah, of those guys. Yes, 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 that's absolutely right there. Uh, because Tom is like Coke. He adds life to everything. No, how about that? It's the truth. I really, honestly, I'm not just bullshitting you. I really miss Tom this weekend. Oh, I miss Tom big time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I guess I got some funny text messages from him though. And nice. I wore his ba- I wore his badge and glared at people, just like I promised him. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Yeah, eleven o'clock comics. Uh, I'm just calling to respond to the uh, the guy that you just had on that was talking about his Joss Whedon love. Whew, man, what is up with those people, huh? I mean, Joss Whedon. What's the point? Guy is so overrated. He's a freaking hack. Jeez, man, must be some kind of I don't know, like a mass delusion or something. <laughs> you guys know what I'm talking about, right? I know you do. All right, we'll keep up the great work. It's a great show. Pfft, Whedon. Uh, yes, 11 o'clock comics. This is in reply to the person who was just on comparing Grant Morrison's work to that of Joss Whedon. 
I just wanted to say that, honestly, I'm a little offended at the implication that Joss, what kind of a name is Joss, anyway, should even be found in the same sentence as Mr. Morrison. Honestly, vampire cheerleaders. How ridiculous can you get? He's fooling you, you silly Whedonite people. When your lord and master decides to start putting a Y at the end of every word he can't figure out an adjective for, well, then maybe we'll talk. Love the show. Toodles. Hey, 11 o'clock comics. I'm just calling. Is that guy serious? Is Joss Whedon really directing the Avengers movie? <laughs> that is awesome. This movie is going to be so good. <laughs> I wonder who Nathan Fillion will play. And, and on that front, too, um, I think we need to give an extra special shout-out to someone I know we've mentioned a few times, but I think deserves it, is, uh, is Sal. Uh, because, yeah. um, you know, Sal was, was our... Um, you know our uh, our other you know the, uh, the 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 last piece of the of the uh, of the quintet this weekend and uh, Sal always and, uh, was yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I, but I mean we haven't really talked about him as much on the show as I think it's you know he he was our you know he was right by our side the whole weekend and uh, and it was awesome seeing him and uh, he, he, loved, was, he, he, he was he was yeah, he was sharing in the uh, in the uh, lamentations with us uh, yeah, I, after we all left so Friday night uh, at Colts while. Uh, while Jason was was rubbing elbows with the with the muckety mucks and the big boots, <laughs> back to the table, and um, I love Sal. I love I love debating or describing because even on on oh, oh all right, but before I get into Sal, um, somebody who I you got into seen, Sal? Yes. How'd nice. you manage that? I told you, man, Teddy Bear Drew. Now before um before I I get back to Sal, somebody who I haven't seen in years who I dearly miss. Is is paper cut? I haven't seen. Oh Dan. yeah, Dan, oh, get yeah. your ass to a show. I need to. God damn it! Now. He's a pain in the ass. He's like yes. he has this little gopher hole somewhere, and he just pops mm. his head up once in a while on the forum and blocks back. Up. They I, do that. Up there. I need to see Dan again. I need it um, like a drug. Um, um, drugs. Um, now, now, when Chris was from from the convention center to picking up Tom at Challengers, Sal asked me um, why. Why am I dragging my feet? Why haven't I read Blackest Night yet? And we got into a whole discussion, and 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 oh, Chris God. got involved too about you know Green Lantern, which I'm not going to repeat here. But then we also Friday Thank night you. at at Crawls, you're welcome. We uh, we talked about um, the direction DC is going in, and and what was going on with Blackest Night, and and how that differs, or in Sal's opinion, differs from uh, from what Marvel was doing with with Dark Reign, and 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 we were just. It, I just I love discussing things with Sal because I know it's a good time because he's getting louder and and the arms mm-hmm. are moving around yeah. and and it's just I just I I and love the eyes the eyes start to squint after a while it's like mm-hmm. you almost yeah. think like really you you getting mad and it's just like but it's it's just he's nobody nobody can shut up in a Sal conversation every the person talking to Sal has to yell louder than he has to yell louder and it's just it's yeah. It's a great, it's it's a great feeling. And he has that it Hillary is. Barta thing too. If he thinks you're 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 batshit crazy, he'll tell you. Right? Oh, he'll call you out. On it. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, that's great. I love it. Oh, we can't forget. Uh, we can't forget Tiny Hank either. Who was oh that? yeah, that was my first time meeting Hank, and it was yeah it was Hank Nasserbach, yeah, yeah. Uh, who's awesome and uh, and going to film school and. He was the young. He was the young energy for the weekend. Where all the he made us all look look old because he's only like nineteen or twenty. But uh, yeah. or I should say he's uh, twenty one. Just turned twenty one. Oh yeah. yeah, right. Yeah. All right. So let's let's put forth with the Herald's Chicken Shack story. Oh Jesus! Right. You, you oh, know, boy. you know, people oh, are waiting for it. You know, people. So oh, we, we went to this Reggie's place that was supposedly having. Oh, that was the bomb, baby. 
It oh, was oh, yeah. it, it was one of those bombs where the fuse kind of like petered out before it yeah, went kaboom. But yeah. uh, we went there to see who's uh, Joe Q was supposed to be playing and, the Fuglies and Kirby Crackle and yeah. Kirby Crackle. Fuglies were great. And, mm-hmm. and oh, we forgot about Ron from my fanboy. We can't forget about Ron. No, so we uh, mentioned, we mentioned but, Ron. Yeah, well, we mentioned I want. I, yeah, I love Ron. Ron and that's another Ron one. That, people, yeah. He's simpatico with me. But, oh, Ron um, and Connor are the, are the dudes. Yeah, and uh, and um, Ron. Uh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, they're they're it was if they they were they were right by our side boozing it as well. And Ron yeah. uh, got to meet Ron's Ron's girlfriend from across the pond too, who uh, uh, Louise, who is uh, charming, guys, guys, and, and hot. Yeah, let's be honest. I, yeah, I'm I'm gonna go out and have uh, a drink with them tomorrow because guess who can't get home? Oh shit! Oh, with that volcanic shit? Yeah, really? <laughs> oh no! Oh sweet! Wow. Well, Yikes. I mean, sweet because I get to see him more, but I'm sure they're yeah, ready to go. They want to go home. home. Yeah. Well, yeah. sure. Yeah. But, yeah. but uh, so we went to the bar, and it the aesthetic of the bar just spoke to me. It's like a, a combination of uh, do-it-yourself, punked-out, bare-floor uh, head shop. It, there was punk posters on the wall, and they had incense. It was just my kind of scene. And, and the bands were playing. They were really loud, and it was great stuff. And Jason is standing in the in the corner, just looking down, shaking his head. Oh, hell's no, right? <laughs> and, and so picture this. David David is no more than two feet away from Jason. And they're texting each other. Yeah. And 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 Wood said, What did you say? I'm in the thirty seventh level of hell right now. <laughs> so we left the bar. Grudgingly really? we, we left the bar and everyone well, was wait, hungry. Should, we left the bar because we, we went there to eat. We were right. yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. to eat. And yes. Brent Schoonover and some other people had already been there and, and they said that uh that they had been sitting for a half hour to 45 minutes, and one table hadn't gotten their order taken yet. The other table had their order taken but hadn't seen hide nor hair of their food in like 40 minutes. Yeah, so was- we decided, you know what? We'll come back and listen to the music and drink some booze, but let's bounce out of here and grab some eats somewhere else where we can get something quickly and, and, and easily, uh, which leads us to... Chris, which 15, 15 minutes earlier, we would have been able to go next door and grab a Euro, but they had just closed. A what? And so... I a, 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 a gyro, gyro for other people who oh okay yeah a Greek sandwich yeah so I'm, Is that I'm lamb? getting really I'm getting really frustrated at that point and poor Ryan from Texas and his wife um, were tagging along with us and I'm just like you know real just like I need to, you know forget these guys fed so I'm in I'm in host mode right and but so you we, just start walking yeah you you yeah, you, you start walking, walking right into the hood. And yeah. t- and walks us right into the hood. Jason goes, "We in the hood, brother! Oh my God!" Right? Yeah, much of the hood. Oh no, it was hood. I was straight out. Of, I was straight out of Compton. Yeah, that was, there was a guy in the alley on the cell phone. I don't know what he was doing. And and Jason the whole way just like shaking his head. So we pass the White Castle. I'm like, I'm gonna eat at the White Castle. Chris is like, Nah, I don't want White Castle. And he spots this Harold Chicken Shack <laughs> oh, across the road. So. <laughs> We, we, we all, and, and Will Pfeiffer's with us too. So, so we all walk into the Harold's Chicken Shack and Wood was the whitest dude in the room. I mean, it, it, it was just populated by, by black people and, mm-hmm. and they had this bulletproof glass. <laughs> yes. To, yeah. At which you, you placed your order. And sliding door. And no, it was like a lazy Susan. That they yeah. put yeah. they put your food yeah. on and then spun it around. So Chris yeah. goes up and he's looking at the menu. Well, I'm gonna get some gizzards. And, <laughs> and David said, 
I didn't see the gizzards coming. <laughs> Dude, but what I was saying is the way like we're wandering aimlessly through the 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 hood trying to figure out if there's anywhere we can eat without, you know, I think the worrying about, about our personal safety. Weed. Yep. Well, and then that's not and then Chris makes a beeline for this Harold's which is in a little rundown strip mall and it's got like a yellow sign you know, half-lit neon, you know, little bodega <laughs> type place. We walk in, as, as Vince said, it's got old 1970-style faux wood paneling. Yeah. It's beautiful. Beat-up benches and this, and this plexiglass. And we're all sitting there sort of in shock and awe. And Chris, in his most confident strut, like this was meant with, to be. With his little dockers up, on. Yeah, and he's like, got his, yep, he's standing there all confident. And he just real loud right at them. He's like, yeah, you get a four-piece? I'm making a side of gizzards. And he said it like as though it was the most normal, mundane thing in the world to order chicken gizzards. <laughs> the guy behind him and I said, Oh hell no. <laughs> and the guy behind the the guy behind the, the, the glass goes, You want gizzards? And Chris goes, Yeah, I want to order yeah. gizzards. <laughs> Well, I said I half ordered gizzards. Now I was if I had, if I had known the place a little bit more, I would have gotten you know a half order, but I would have had to mix some gizzards and livers. But I didn't know if they do that. So oh, no, yeah, that is like, some sick the beverages, shit. They had the beverages on display, but it wasn't like fountain drinks. No, no, no. There was like pineapple soda, orange, like strawberry. Strawberry, strawberry, strawberry yeah. is what is what Chris yeah. got. Yeah, and, yeah. and like, like we were standing there, sort of in shock and awe thinking really we're really gonna and i'm like well i'm not gonna eat this this is i mean this is ridiculous I let's mean, go I back to the what's what? a good chicken uh well i i i had chicken nuggets the fries weren't bad it wasn't uh, it, it really wasn't what i was expecting so we uh, would and and will, will and and myself go back to the white castle yeah what's like screw yeah. it i'll just eat at the white castle but half-heartedly so i'm the first at the window <laughs> in the white castle and in Jason's defense, they did take a long time, and and, and, and 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 two people came up to the counter and looked directly at us and made no overture to even say, "Yeah, they, right they just walked by." And uh, <laughs> J- Jason goes, J- "Jason goes, I tell you what, they don't come here in another minute for reals. I'm out of here." For and 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 they didn't. So I stood there and waited for my two ninety nine three burgers, fries, and a coke. And mm-hmm. Will, Will and I had. Uh, White Castle, but I'll tell you, Jason held out, and yeah. see, this is typical he Jason. He, he scored. scored. We went back to the see bar. Jason got a delicious-looking... Oh, it was good. Yeah, delicious-looking hamburger, and I had White Castle, which <laughs> pretty well, much okay, wrecked now, my... I wanna, and I want to tell folks that now this horror story that, that we're recapping, we're at like 2100 South State Street in Chicago. This is not a neighborhood that if you come into the city to visit me, that I'm going to say, hey, we should run down to fucking 2100 South State right. Street. It is not a neighborhood that I normally will will run around in. But well, Chinatown was just fair. like a couple blocks down, right? Right. But see, yeah. that's why I was tense yeah. because the reason – I normally – that kind of thing wouldn't really bother me. But what tensed me out was the night before when we were down in Chinatown with Mr. Hillary Barta showing us the ropes on one of our walks – Hillary said explicitly, I remember him saying, when you go to Chinatown, you want to make sure you get in a cab because there's no part in the area surrounding Chinatown that you want to be walking around looking like. Which is where we were the next night. And that's when I realized, (laughs) I was just right near Chinatown. I said, oh, we are exactly at the epicenter of where Hillary said we should never set foot while we're in Chicago. And so uh, it all worked out. It all worked out. It was a lot of fun just walking Chris with his little tiny pants on, walking across (laughs) the street. I'm going for chicken. He's a grown-up shirt. (laughs) Yeah. 
<laughs> big boy shirt. I was, try- I was trying to look like a big boy this weekend. Yeah, you, you did. did. Yeah. Yeah, and, you, and, oh, tell, and tell tell them tell them why you had you why? were dressed like okay. that. So last year for Windy City Comic Con, Wood Wood comes in and he stays with us, and we're getting ready to go out, and and Jason gets dressed up and looks like a big boy, and I'm wearing <laughs> I'm I'm looking like the usual bum with a, a a baseball jersey and a and a baseball cap you know like i usually do and and marta's like you know your friend jason i was like yeah like, he is a very nice boy and you would be well served to let him teach you how to you know to, to let him uh um know you uh how to how to dress and i was like yeah okay. but, like, but but tell them so, why you had those on because jason shops where Oh, I said no. As soon as my wife said that, it's like okay. Then I went to Marshalls. <laughs> yeah, boy. That that when you said that, that put such a smile on Jason's face. He was like, "Oh no, no, no!" <laughs> I was like, "That's my man right there." <laughs> Marshalls Unity. You were not Ty. But okay, let's let's keep it keep on, it to comments. But they made a good time, and then and then after Reggie's was kind of a bust and all that, we we rolled to the the Hyatt. hotel bar at the Hyatt, right? Which, which uh, was ended loaded. Up being the place to be, yeah. Uh, I mean, uh, as it turned out, it was the I guess at every big con in a city, there's usually quote unquote one place where all the industry people hang out, and I I don't know that we knew that that was the place when we got there because it wasn't that crowded when we got there, but before we knew it, uh, it was like crowded. the invasion of of the of the con and. The the most the most amusing thing to me of of I mean it was a great we had a f- lot of fun we talked to a million people there but one of the most fun parts of it was looking around the bar trying to get a drink and realizing that you know Jim Lee and Dan DiDio and Joe Q and all the Marvel guys are all sitting around tables doing shots having drinks right. laughing together and it just really puts that finer point on it for all the sturm and drang that the the fans and the internet battles over Marvel versus DC and all their fun. it's such oh. BS it's manufactured crap to 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 talk about on on forums and message board because right. when push comes to shove when these guys are together yes they're competitive in their day jobs but you know what they're all buddies and they all socialize and it's all that I, I, I would I would compare it to like a sports team you know right. it's like Michael Jordan and Charles Barkley uber competitive on the court really good friends off and with right. yeah like nothing nothing at all like the Hatfields and the McCoys and so. let me just say that comic book geeks. I don't know how we all do it, and, and I know some of these guys make right. decent livings. They get hot women. I don't know how it happens, but the, the, the proportion of hot ladies that are married or dating the schlubs that we all associate with in this in this world is shocking. But uh, but hats yeah. off to everybody in, in Geekland for pulling in better looking ladies than we all deserve. And I tell and I tell you what, we can we can drink too because the bartenders in the Hyatt yeah. we're having we're having trouble keeping up. Yeah, yeah, oh, and this is another. Uh, uh, the next day, we were uh, the, the sort of the uh, the post con rundown. I was I was sitting at the at our booth next to Connor at one moment, just talking about the night before, and I said, "Man, the only thing about last night was it was real hard to get a drink." And he looks at me deadpan and said, "No, it wasn't." I said, well, "Weren't you at the Hyatt?" Yeah. Well, I couldn't get a drink. It took like a he's real calm and says, "Well, I had a waitress at my table." And that's nice. A, uh-huh. that a, that's an experienced, savvy con goer versus my dumbass. You get a table with waitress service. You don't have to wait for drinks. Yeah. The rest is yeah. fighting, fighting the good fight to get a drink every half hour. All right. One last thing. Let's wrap it up with a funny, funny story. We did do a little bit of recording 
at the convention, which was yes. really cool. To mm-hmm. I, the thing I took away from it was I really enjoyed seeing each of you as we were recording because I could kind of hone in on your 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 thoughts or where you were going with something. Just the eye contact alone was gold. It was great. Yeah. So we all sit down and we're we're prepping. We got the headphones on. We're doing it all up. And there was no one around our booth at the time. Dead. There was huge swaths of space. We start recording. It was like people came out from everywhere. It was Just, weird. It was yeah. really, really strange. And and people came out from everywhere, and they're crowding around. They're watching us record. But the weirdest thing, this little contingent of Japanese businessmen... <laughs> came out and they go and and as we're recording now the 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 digital tape is a rolling we're recording and this japanese businessman comes up to jason and and starts tapping him and he's talking to him and asking the questions and jason swats him away like a fly he's like, really, like like a mosquito man it was like out of my grill yeah and the thing is the guy did it again he came, he came back again and jason's like no i'm gonna go you but it, all. it was so much fun to record live like that it was it great was. And, it, it, but we, and we were popping off each other and vibing uh, and just going it made back. me realize why you guys i mean the fun you must have had all these years doing ac i mean oh. just as much fun as we have every week and uh and and uh i live for these wednesday nights the the seeing each other and the the sound quality of the of the mics and the equipment and really being nice. able to yeah. cues from one another it just was, it was a lot of fun it was I, I it could, was like wearing big boy pants of podcasting for a yeah day. i could do without cracking up every week mm-hmm. that would be that would be really nice so we all got to move you, to you, be you somewhere your, together yeah. you have your own you have your own uh issues with that technically but um it's a different set of technical issues but mm-hmm. yeah well, it, i mean it took us it took us really about three years to get that set up finalized and figure it out but once we did it was it was uh it, it made for a really nice sounding show but you're right being able to sit with everybody and and and, and play off of each other and and you know just kind of enjoy each other's company it was it was something special to look yeah. forward to every couple you got to see the pause Right. Yeah. yeah. Oh, the the world famous DAP pause was it was and the it pause was, has to stay in because we reference it. Oh, it was Absolutely. spellbinding just to see him go and at, that was wrong. I said, and then the ooh, it was amazing live. It was great. Did you see you it? Feel the, the, yes. The, the gears the, turning in his head as he's trying gear. to figure out a way to oh, the, it was, the temperature in the room actually rose. It was oh, electric, right. wasn't it? There was people dropping because there's all static cling on them. But oh, no, yeah. it, it was great. And I will say two things. Number one, Chris Neesman is a very different person when he's around the Around Comics, Mike. We we know it, but to see it, he goes into this like hi, this like oh, radio oh, yeah. announcer mode. Oh, yeah. And 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 two, it was just a great experience to to be doing what we do live at the place we want to be, a comic convention. Just all together, it was great. We got to do it every time. It'll be interesting to see to, to to hear how we sound. You know, once once Chris is done mixing it and everything and, yeah. and, and editing it, how how different it is than than just the four of us talking over Skype and and you doing your magic. I I, I can't wait for the episode to come. Yeah, out. It should, no, it no should magic. sound pretty good. You know, of course we've got you know we'll have we'll have background noise from the convention, floor, right? But yeah, it should it should sound pretty sweet. Cool. All right, we're running a little long, but. Mm-hmm. You know who cares? Bit. It's it's our con. It's our con wrap up. It's, yeah. You know, I mean, next it, week we'll be back to normal. We can talk. About right. If, there's still stuff out. we didn't talk if, about. If, if you're listening, about, right. you, oh I didn't God. talk about my deals. So, yeah. You know. 
We all had deals. Why don't you? Here's what you do. Take some of those deals and read them for next week and talk about them. That's what I plan on doing. Yeah. (laughs) Dude, you got to throw the tech story in as a little nightcap. (laughs) Seriously? (laughs) Oh, yeah. Come on. Oh, God. All right. So, Friday, (laughs) see Mark Dexier. It's like, oh, (laughs) man. Okay. So, I might, I, I, I tell him the story that, uh, he used where he used to live and and how we first met and and uh and the comic shop that I used to go to where uh where the owner the 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 husband of of the owner he he died there was a little memorial service so uh Tex was there and and um Linsner was there and and Ray Lago and and they um they had a little memorial service for for Morris a couple of us and and Tex and Lago went to uh went out to dinner afterwards. So I'm telling him all this. He remembers everything. He remembers Irene from Comic Book Heaven. And um and which if you talk to Tex, you might be a little surprised that he remembers some things. And then we're 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 sitting there mm-hmm. and the next day Oh, you are uh, so you are so underplaying this. The first time you talked to Tex when you were going through the Oh yes, of, go ahead. Oh, you were giggling like a schoolgirl. You threw it around. And what was he doing? <laughs> he was doing Tex was doing the exact same thing. It was like there was Tex was a mirror. It was David talking to David. It was it so was cool. crazy. I remember looking at Vince and saying, "Dude, do you realize that Tex is a famous version of David?" I, I mean, they I... had the same, the, the same, uh, uh, same uh, when they when they laugh, they get they, their their voice gets a little higher. They yeah. had the same pauses, the same like wide-eyed expression when when someone said something they agreed with. It was like literally like looking in a mirror. It was like there was pantomiming <laughs> yeah. one another. It's like you know, I saw Tex control. I saw Tex drawing, and he would do a line, then stop the pen, <laughs> and, then he would move, and then he would move it down again. It was awesome. He has the pause, too. So, yeah, David was very, very excited to be in Tex's company. Very was, excited. Was, so was, now you can go. Him. And uh, so the next day, we hit... Uh, no, actually, no, later that afternoon, we uh, we were walking around. There was a guy selling complete runs, complete sets, you know, um, the complete McFarlane <laughs> Hulk, the complete, you know... Casada X Factor and 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 Squadron Superman Supreme, Rex, things yeah. like that. Squadron Supreme. He uh, he had the four issue Dead Man miniseries or uh, the the Frankenstein from Seven Soldiers. So just a whole bunch of of uh, of runs. But whatever was on the sticker, it was half price at the right. show. You got I steal. Up, I picked up. Uh, oh, you want to tell him what I what, what what the big deal was? The big deal. Well. My big deal and your big deal are two different things. My big deal of what you got, you got the Chris Bacallo Generation Next, the original Generation Next yes, from the uh, uh, Age of Apocalypse for like what, $2? Uh, no, this one I think might have been 5 because I think it was nine ninety nine. Oh, really? That's not this, so great of a deal. But you got, that's a deal. <laughs> but, well, no, the, uh, the, the Generation Next and the Frankenstein were five bucks a piece. Yes, he got, uh, uh, Mikey's, uh, Frankenstein Seven Soldiers series too, which is. Which I turned around and, and had him sign. Which it's godlike. But, and you got the, you got I the. I picked up Dead Man for 350. The right. The four you issue got, 19, mid 1980s Dead Man by Helfer and, uh, Garcia Lopez. Garcia Lopez. And you got the four issue Cyclops miniseries. Right. Written by that, Brian Yvonne, inked by Jimmy Palmiotti and, and penciled by Tex. By Tex. But your big deal, which you're alluding to, is you got all 25 issues? 32 plus the annual. Woo, it went that long. Yeah. All, you got the whole run of Cyforce, which was also oh, drawn by Tex. 
you got it for what? Ten dollars? That's a deal. That's a real that that yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. And yeah. and so David had the plan of taking the Cyclops four issue series back to Texas Wonderful Table and have him sign it. Yes. Unfortunately so, <laughs> Friday Friday I get there and it's like um it's like, oh, you're going to come to me five minutes before the show ends? He goes, I, I got to finish this sketch. I'm not going to finish it tonight. I'm like, all right, you know, I'm here all weekend. I'll, I'll, I'll hit you tomorrow. And tomorrow comes and, and Jason's with me. And I think, I think his first sign said that he's going to start signing at noon and we're there yeah. at 10. <laughs> so I'm like, all right, that's, that's cool. I guess I'll be back at noon. That's cool, Mr. Chexer. You want me to wash your brushes off for you? I, I forget, uh, what the hell we were doing. We got back there maybe like at 1230 or so. And that is a sign <laughs> that says he's signing it at two. Mm-hmm. Like, all right. So we get there at 230. The sign says signing at three. <laughs> and, and then finally it says five o'clock and I'm like, well, I'm, I'm about to go get tattooed. So I'm just really trying to just, just, just get this thing moving. I, I, but what's killing me is that he's, I don't know. I, I really didn't look at the sketch he was working on. So it he's may have been you. the same he was, he was, goddamn day. He was but wasting his like, time talking. He was. He was talking to other people. I'm like, shut Not up. Wasting, I'm like, yeah. I'm like, you could either sign this and take two seconds out. And I'll get out of your goddamn hair. Or <laughs> working on this sketch and talking and wait, to other people. That's the thing, though. The 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 opinion of Tex degraded over the entire process. It was know, like, oh, yeah. it was oh, like yeah. I just saw Tex. Like, I hate him. No, really. It's like I just saw Tex. He's the best. Look at he's so wonderful. <laughs> and then the next time it's like, well, okay. I mean, Tex is a busy guy. He's very good, very good. So, uh, and, and the time after that, it was like, yeah, these freaking Tex. He, he's, he's taking it. But by the end, it was like, fuck it, Tex. I'm not going yeah. back there. And we we had to drag you there pretty oh, much yeah. at the right. end. Yeah, I right. called him and said, hey, it's right. almost five o'clock. You need to get here right at five, and Absolutely you got right. there like four fifty-eight. You were standing there waiting for him at five, and then you're like, "It's five o'clock," and he saw it. He looked down and he saw the size of five. He looked just like, I like I need oh, "All right," he's like, "I gotta do this." It felt like like, <laughs> like like oh, it's, it's such a fucking schlep. Like I gotta fucking. I I even had him out of the bag and everything. It's not like and, and, and it's the one time it, like, you put them. Me. It's you like, put them back in the. You put them back in the bags one time because yeah, he didn't sign. I was like, I was done. I said, I don't care if I don't get him signed. Fuck it. But like. <laughs> And then he like flips them back across the table. I'm like, are you, <laughs> you serious? Want, he said, you want me to sign these? <laughs> I'm, I'm done. That's it. Yeah. That's it. No, nah, it was wonderful. Like, it, it was it great. Was, it was a great fucking time. I, Go uh, to a con, people. We, every you single minute. I, even, oh, even, definitely. Even definitely. Shift that, that's a downer, whether it's it's us saying goodbye at the plane or giving or giving. Oh, let's talk they, about that. Just for a couple seconds. Oh, yeah. that's a great wrap up. Yes. So, yes, this is it. <clears throat> Sorry. Toy boat. I'm getting choked up just thinking about it. I know. So we pull up to my thing. I get out, give hugs. I pretty much thought, wait a minute, I got to get a little drinky drink. You're choking up? Damn. Yeah. We thought, I thought, okay, this is it. I'm saying goodbye to my brothers. This is sadness. I I was trudging along with my little suitcase. I went in. I got registered. Blah, blah, blah. I go to my, my gate because I just like to go to my gate first just to know where it is and then I just walk around and do shit because David and Wood were leaving around 6-ish. My plane didn't take off till 7.45. So I, I'm not unused to that. I mean, that's what I do when I go to Chicago. I blow two, three hours in the airport because I like to get there early, whatever. So I'm walking along, dejected. You know, honestly, I was choked up when I left. I really was. I'm not shitting you because I like you. 
I love you guys. I like to spend time with you. And it was over. So I'm just walking through the, the airport terminal by myself. And I look up, and who do I see walking towards me? The bastard David. It was David. I was like, yeah, oh, was, my God. Because I get in. At, I was the next one to be dropped off. It was Vince was United. I was Delta Woods American Airlines, and I guess Delta and and United shared a terminal. So where Vince gets dropped off, and I get dropped off after I check my bag security. and and, and yeah. go through security. And and while I was on security, Chris called me and and told me about Marta's graduation and and you know that we all had a great time. And and um and then Renee called me because I texted her that I think. TSA okay. is opening Tex. up my um, <laughs> Tex is going a little long here. <laughs> Go well, I th- no, I I think um, <laughs> I, I I sent Renee a note saying that I think my TSA is going through my bag. So she calls me. I says, "Listen, let me let me just get through security. I'll call you right back." <laughs> I get through security, and where my gate is like E thirteen, and apparently Vince's is F one, and right where my secured where security gets out. Is where F1 is. So I'm standing there and I, I'm about to call Renee and I look up and I see the Marvel Universe t-shirt coming at, coming Yay. my way. And I'm like, and I'm standing there. I didn't say anything. I was waiting to see how close he gets. And then he turns and he sees me and it was just like, what the fuck? It's it like, was, it we, was music. It was it music was, in the air. But you know, it took me a couple minutes to get accustomed because when your chemicals are flowing a certain way and you're feeling low and stuff and then it came back. I was like, oh, David's here. So it took me like a couple of minutes just to get back in a good mood because I thought it was over. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So yeah. we're sitting there. We're having fun. And, and all of a sudden, Watch so I got it. I got this. Plug. Yeah, stupid bastard trying to get his plug into the wall. And David's like, there ain't no juice coming out of that. <laughs> the guy didn't know. And so we're sitting there having fun and, and, and doing everything. And then David had to get on his plane, yeah. which was cool. You know, he, there, there has to be an end. Ray Park was on my plane. Ray Park got uh, on his plane. Yeah, it was really. He didn't dress too weird, though. No. And then, but, and then, and then Vince saw Jimmy Carter. Yes, I, I, I got rid of David. Well, so David got on his plane. <laughs> and I'm walking down the aisle, and these four huge hulking guys in black suits come walking down. I'm like, what? The, what's this shit? Behind them, Jimmy Carter, President awesome. Jimmy, Jimmy Carter. Carter, and he looks at me and he nods. I look at him. <laughs> I nod back. We had a moment. There's no bullshit. Yeah. And then four more Secret Service guys, and then we went home. But we were texting like motherfuckers towards the end. Oh, we, yeah. Jason was texting me. I was texting David. We're on our plane, texting back and forth. Are you home? I'm home. Here I am. It was awesome. It was a great yeah. freaking weekend. It That's was. the end. Cito, Cito, yeah. 2010. The end. Yep. All right. Summon some All right. next for me, and then I'll see, I'll see you boys in October. Damn straight. You know it. Well. All right, this episode of 11 O'Clock Comics has been brought to you by Discount Comic Book Service, dcbservice.com. Get all your books at spectacularly Wumba Big Discounts. And check out the Summit City Comic Con, www.summitcitycomiccon. In your travels. And this is what I dropped a little bomb on the forum today. I said, I bought a DC book. Today, I bought a DC book. I did. Oh, yeah. You did. Do yourself a favor. Buy showcase dial H for hero. Woo! Oh my oh, I know why god! It's it's two hundred and eighty four five two hundred eighty five pages for nine ninety nine. Oh yeah! Most of it's drawn by J Money. 
in the vernacular, it's Jim Mooney draws most of this. <laughs> it's it's amazing, and you know you, you don't even have to think real hard about it. What book is this a precursor to a very popular kids show these days? These days, Ben Ten. Ben Ten. This Dial H for Hero is Ben frickin' Ten. I mean, it's it's scary how similar these two things are. Right down to the grandpa that uh, you know Ben has his grandpa. Well, the first series he had his grandpa, and in, in this, um, what's his name, uh, Ronnie Reed, uh, Robbie Reed has his grandfather, and he has the dial, and he turns into a bunch of different superheroes. It's a great, really great book, and when you buy it, you got to say Sakamajee. Because I can't tell you how many times Sakamajee is in this book. The kid says it all the time. Sakamajee, look, I fell off the the, the ladder. Sakamajee, I'm turning it's, into this here. It's, 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 a, it's hilarious. It's, it's a whole lot of fun. I read uh, like two stories in. There's one part where he turns into this mole-like character that can tunnel underneath the the ground, and he's got the bad guys on the ropes, the the Thunderbolt guys on the ropes, and he's going to get the. The, the head honcho and the guy slams a door in his face and he's like oh well guess the guy got away dude you're a mole tundra tunnel under the door but he doesn't think of it because he's a kid oh, so at least but at least he didn't slam his door on his fingers right Oh yeah, Jason slammed the <laughs> car door on David's Ooh, fingers. Yeah, one of my That's many gas of the weekend. <laughs> but no, it's a great great silver age example of just how fun comics were back then. Dial H for Hero, nine ninety nine. Go get it. Nice. Yes. It. Uh, I, darn it, I just had something. Oh, um, I'm going into the way machine, my way, my way back machine, uh, and rereading a series that. Uh, I absolutely love, and I was like, you know what, I'm going to read this again. And I, I'm glad that I am because I'm starting to see how much planning and, and early seeds that I missed the first time were planted in it. And it is the the epic and awesome and amazing for Vince uh, Preacher by Gravenis and Steve uh, Dillon. Yeah. So I'm, I'm rereading uh, the entire run of Preacher. and So good. It is so good. Oh, no yeah, doubt. Yeah, it's great. Has everybody here read Preacher? I uh-huh. bet. I think I read the okay. first couple of trades. I didn't finish it. Oh. Yet. 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 That's okay. You should. Read along. Come along you, with me, young man. I should. You're pretty. Hold my hand. Um, well, shout out to Will. Late night at Kinko's. Late nights at Kinko's. Mm-hmm. Get that. Um, should I do something that I picked up this weekend or something that came out today? Whatever you want, player. Just say go out and get it, bitches. Go out and get Sif number one. By Kelly Yes, Sears yes. And, and Ryan Stegman. Ryan. And, and by uh, Tom Palmer. Ryan, hell of a guy, great artist, Stegman. Ooh, is it pretty. Had a boy. Yep. Uh, in your travels, two things. One, if you happen to meet anyone, remember their name because uh, I accidentally called Joe Keating uh, Jim at the end of the night. Yeah, but, no, uh-huh. Sam is, but like you said, see, I don't, I don't find that to be as, as bad as... As other situations, yeah, it was an innocent mistake, but still, and and yeah, I know he, he I know. needs to chill. But anyway, uh, but but if you're looking to read something, um, one of the deals that uh, we availed ourselves of at, on the weekend, uh, Arkea, um, at their booth, they were doing buy one get one free on Sunday, yeah. and so I availed myself and I bought. Um, uh, I bought uh, Oko, the Cycle of Water, and The Killer. 
Nice. Uh, that I chose. I read The Killer on the Flight Home, Ooh. and it was awesome. Yeah. So I will, I will hopefully talk about it another time, but I did just want to say, uh, if you haven't read it, uh, check it out uh, via Archaea or you know wherever you can get your comics because it is well, well worth your time. It's a fantastic yeah. book. So yeah, and, and there you go. Second coming too, because mm-hmm. that was damn fun. Nice. You know what I got for a quarter today? I don't want to end this. You know what I got for a quarter? <laughs> Dave, Dave, David knows I was dipping Vince in. Going to get back on a plane and come come to Chicago. So you guys uh, better hurry up, make nice. your reservations because he, he he doesn't he doesn't want to end it. I don't. How I was you, dipping. How are you guys doing? What did you do today? What did you have for lunch? What do you, text what do you have for lunch? Text I dipped into the quarter boxes, and I found a copy of Marvel Fanfare number 40. It has a story written by Anne Nascenti, uh, an angel story. Guess who drew it? I know. You know, but I'm seeing if the other guys know. Uh, oh. Uh, you Google Barry Windsor Smith. No. Oh, nice. Mazzucchelli. Yeah. Oh, snap. Yes. It. How could you there not you buy go. this for a quarter? Mazzucchelli draws the angel. It's astounding. It's so I'd nice. I'd buy it for a dollar. Yeah, but in the second story, eh, it's okay. Not so great. But there's a couple pinups at the end that are really sweet. But Mazzucchelli drawing the angel, butter. That's butter. Put it on butter. your butter. All right. Thanks for being here. We will talk to you next week. Make sure you tune us in and have a good weekend. We love you. Bye-bye. Bye. See you. Bye. I miss you guys.